Welcome to Snap Crackle Podcast Reviews, Avengers Endgame. Join our podcasters as they assemble to review the latest film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Featuring Mike. Everybody in this room is about that superhero life. Morgan. Oh, God. Yanis. I like this one. And Ben. Spoiler warning, as plot details and character moments will be discussed in their entirety. Today we have a chance to take it all back. You know your teams, you know your missions. Get the stones, get them back. One round trip each, no mistakes, no do-overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean we should know what to expect. Be careful, look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives, and we're gonna win. Whatever it takes. to talk about Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, starring, and please say a silent prayer for me, (laughs) Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chadwick Boseman, Brie Larson, Tom Holland, Karen Gillan, Zoe Saldana, Evangeline Lilly, Tessa Thompson, Renee Russo, Elizabeth Olsen, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Tom Hiddleston, Denai Guerrero, Benedict Wong, Pom Kiltimoff, Dave Batista, Letitia Wright, John Slattery, Tilda Swinton, John Favreau, Haley Atwell, Natalie Portman, Marissa Tomei, Taika Waititi, Angela Bassett, Michael Douglas, M- Michelle Pfeiffer, William Hurt, Kobe Smolder, Sean Gunn, Winston Duke, Linda Cardinelli, Maximilio Hernandez, Frank Grillo, James Darcy, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Gwyneth Paltrow, Robert Redford, Chris Pratt, Samuel Jackson, and of course, Josh Brolin has Thanos. <laughs> Now do that in the style of the Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that talking was Yanis. Welcome, Yanis. What up? Across from me is Morgan. Guten Tag. And to my left, on your left, as usual, is Mike. All about that hero life. That's right. True okay. That. So we get to talk about Avengers Endgame. How did you guys see this movie? I saw it Thursday night. Um, my buddy happened to have like another ticket that he bought for his entire office. He's like, hey, this guy called in sick today. You can go, and I was like, "Don't mind if I do." <laughs> <laughs> so, was it was it a packed house, though? It was actually. There's actually the, the far back corner actually had a few empty seats, and then also in the front there were a few, uh, few I gotcha. seats as well. So, with yeah. so many theaters showing it, that's bound to be yeah. the case. Well, I always I always consider like I consider I never consider the first two rows like if everything's filled but the first two rows I consider that sold out because yeah, no one totally. wants to sit True, there. Yeah. Morgan, with you, pretty busy when you saw it. What I, Saturday? Yeah, at like. 11 a.m. and it was packed. Yeah, and and uh, um, yeah, I saw it regular, regular. Uh, 2D digital. Yeah. Like a bitch. Wow. 
<laughs> Sorry. You take what you can get, right? What happens. Sorry. That's what happens. Mike? I had the delightful pleasure of seeing it at The Loop <laughs> on Thursday evening um, with all the ruffians. And then again on Saturday morning in IMAX. IMAX. Awesome. And it was, it was it was full both times because I was there times. as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the 11 a.m. on Saturday was packed in the IMAX yep. because uh, Mike got confused about what movie theater to go to. So uh, I went was, to Disney instead of Point Orlando <laughs> for the IMAX, and uh, so we got there late. And of course, you know, I had the tickets that are like middle row, <laughs> middle two seats. So we're we there were late. the assholes <laughs> walking in during the opening trying to, scene. Trying to, oh. trying to shuffle oh, in. Oh, it was the worst. Excuse it was, me. It was Pardon awful. me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I had somebody. <laughs> we got at least three loud sighs. Yeah. At least. Maya, uh, when it when me and my wife went and saw the movie, it was you know a great movie, but it was probably one of the worst movie-going experiences either of us ever had. We had somebody coming in late like that. While their phone is going off, oh, so gosh. their their hands are full of popcorn, trying to shuffle in the movie starting, <laughs> like like the movies are starting, not the credits, not any. The movies is started, and they're moving in while their phone is going off in their pocket with a handful of popcorn, and then of course like everybody cheering and stuff, which I I get annoyed, but like I've I've grown to accept that's what happens and. Especially opening weekend yeah. Marvel movie. You're annoyed by cheering in a film, but but uh, it's a complicated situation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I didn't. I, I like I of like the last hour of the film. I didn't catch like any of the <laughs> yeah, any I'd of imagine. the lines. <laughs> I'd imagine. Yeah. Like, like Ben actually had to fill me in. Yeah, I was like, what'd you miss? Oh yeah, I said. caught that on my second time, not my third one. <laughs> like I, I see, I see one. lips moving, but I'm too, all I hear is people like clapping and cheering. Well, we will talk about it. So. Um, what were you guys' expectations coming into this after Infinity War? I know Captain Marvel was between Infinity War and this, yep. but really Infinity War is the movie that Absolutely. happens right before this. Yep. Uh, when the movie picks up, you know, it's been 22 days since the snapping. So mm-hmm. expectations for you guys, not only for a sequel to Infinity War, but kind of the ending Man, of I've this so first stoked. saga of the MCU. I feel like I've been stoked for this since like the beginning. <laughs> since I first heard there was going to be an Avengers film that was bringing together all the heroes and then realizing that Avengers wasn't going to be a one-off and it was going to go into a few, becoming its own kind of like, ah, yes, I was stoked for it. Its own genre. It's it, yeah. yeah, they, 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 I mean, the, Every, I mean, I was super excited. Like the buildup was there, everything was put in place. Like ever since they showed Thanos at the end of the first Avengers, you know, six yeah, years oh, yeah. ago, like you're, you know, it's like, all right, here it is. This is finally the culmination. Back this, when everybody was saying, "Who's that purple guy?" Yeah, like, 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 like this is really, this really is like, you know, like the after, endorphins rush in. Like, after, after I get to go to sleep. After I've seen, after I've seen it the three times that I've seen it. It is like after the movie ends, all I can do is just go. <sighs> yeah, I need a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Papa needs a cuddle. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So, Yanis, expectations for you? Um, my expectations. I think I just wanted them to put a nice little bow on it. You know, okay. I wanted to see you know how Chris Evans was gonna finally be rid of the Captain America uh, mantle that he'd been you know holding for so long, and uh, I just wanted to see you know. Obviously, who was gonna die? Like, really, I just wanted to see like how they were gonna, you know, hurt my my heart any more than they did with <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> I don't feel so good, you know. And that was, uh, you know, that's that. I think they they hit on all the all the things that I wanted them to. There were a couple things that I thought were a little, you know. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Well, be sure to bring them up when we get there because oh, we oh, were yeah. discussing before. We're gonna have to kind of nitpick this movie. I think yeah. we all kind of enjoyed it, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. We got to we got to talk about something, but let's get started. So the opening scene. 
this whole opening sequence, actually, we'll talk about leading up to really Tony Stark landing back on Earth. But even before we get the Marvel Studios roll through, we get to see Hawkeye's family disappear, which Jeremy Renner for a few times in this movie really delivers emotionally because oh, he yeah. sells. He, there's three big moments, actually. He sells this moment. He sells the moment with Black Widow on Vormir, mm-hmm. and he sells the moment when his phone starts ringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all three yeah. of those things don't work if he's not bringing his A-game. And I'll just say this up top. I think everybody is the best that they've been. And, oh, yeah. And, but <laughs> it, and it just and it, it, this is just, this movie is the culmination in, like, the 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 little dot on the exclamation point of of so much. And it just, from start to beginning, from the from Iron Man to this movie, acting has been there for every character casting is great and it's, and it's yep. just it's you see it everything everything about this movie i feel is like a magnification of what marvel has been doing right for well, the, the acting last... is there the pacing is on point the writing like everything the that directing. dc always yeah. screws up okay okay <laughs> let's not let's not so mike what did you think of the opening sequence well yeah i think jeremy renner really did bring a whole lot to this whole film and it, it sets us up for realizing that we're still doing the same thing Avengers has always done, which is bringing a lot of different storylines together into one piece. And I remember back when the first Avengers came out, most people's critics, criticism, 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 critiques, the critique of most people was that it didn't feel like a, a full and complete film, like it was missing a lot of development, it was missing a lot of things that could have made it feel stronger and more attached to the characters. And I hear that same thing about this film now, is that people feel like it's missing a lot of this development and people aren't attached to the characters. Well, if you aren't attached to the characters at this point, yeah. you've had, yeah. I don't know how many films, 30 yeah, something this isn't the movie for 20, character This is development. the 22nd? Yeah. yeah. The 22nd film in 11 years, you've had time. Yeah, right. these aren't the development yeah. films. These are the payoff films. This is the bringing everything together. This is the self-gratification yeah. moment where it's getting to the point where now you, yeah, you see yeah. everybody at their best and at their worst at the exact same time. True. Black Panther is going to be the best man at my wedding. We're that emotionally attached right now. It's great. <laughs> hey, if he is, you so let me know. I got right? you. I got you. Kind of forever, baby. So the opening <laughs> sequence I thought was really, really well done. Uh, we yep. see that happen. We see um, Tony Stark and Nebula playing football, finger football. That was and We so see good. them running out of food. <laughs> there was a really sweet moment there where Nebula let him eat the food, and then she you know, picks him up. I thought it was really nice. And then, of course... To no one's surprise, Captain Marvel comes and saves the day. Just happens to be flying through that. that well, she was headed to Earth because she got the beeper call. They would have been heading to Earth as well. It's the same highway, <laughs> the same the same space highway. I'd imagine. There you go. <laughs> so I do. But they get to Earth, and we're, we get to our first big scene here between Iron Man and 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 uh, Captain America. Now I was annoyed at Tony's little outburst because this is all his fault. First of all, he's the one mm-hmm. that did Ultron. All right, which then, of course, you know, made civil war happen, which and caused the, the Sokovia Accords, which caused the team to be split, and they weren't ready for Thanos when he arrived the first time. And then he's like, "Oh, I needed you, and you weren't there, dude. You had the phone. Even after everything, Cap still gave you a phone to call him. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's that's still within the character, though. No, no, no. Like, it is. I just wanted Captain America to punch through his little skinny chest, punch a hole right through it, and right say, "All right, there you go." Little- yeah, chesticles. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It, it didn't come over well for me. But then what's interesting about this movie is it takes you places you don't expect. And True. what we're given in the first 15 minutes here is the movie that everybody thought we were getting. 
Everyone yep. thought this was going to be the, mm-hmm. oh, let's go get Thanos. And so I love that the writers and the directors are like, all right, we'll give you that movie. This, this is what you wanted? We'll go, we'll go kill Thanos. We'll go get him. I was expecting some more Ant-Man butt play, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was on you. That was not on anything for you. At least a dickhole entry. Yeah. I don't know. So they, they get on a ship. Captain Marvel says, I'm going to kill Thanos. They go to his garden. They show up. And we see Thanos is there. He's picking his plants. They attack him. And then what happens, Mike? Stormbreaker kills Thanos. Who was swinging Stormbreaker? (laughs) 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 So when that moment happens, I remember I turned to Mike. I'm like, what movie did we come to see? Yeah. Like, that was a huge monkey wrench in my expectations. (laughs) I was like, in a good way, in a good way, mind you. I'm not complaining. I was just like, uh, what did we do now? Yeah, literally. And then, and then, yeah. the, and then the thing pops up five years later. No, no, exactly. no. It popped up five. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> years. Yes. It really wants to drive it home, which I thought I thought was like great. I went yeah. when when that five popped up. I went to the bathroom, came back, and it still didn't say years. Ago. Okay. All right. So we get to we get a little look in on how the world has been doing, and I think actually something this film does really really well is it shows kind of the difference, which is it's a theme, essentially. We see um, later on when Thor talks to his mom, she's going to tell him, you know, there's a difference between the person you're supposed to be and the person you are. We see that in Captain America at the beginning of this movie because Captain America is being Captain America for everyone Mm -hmm. but himself. We see him talking to this group, and there's that wonderful moment with that guy talking about the date he was on, and he's like, well... And that was the director, right? Yeah, Joe Russo, one of the directors. He, you know, he cried before they served the salads. I cried right before dessert, but I'm seeing him tomorrow. So, you know, it's going to be great. And I was like, that, that's a wonderful moment. But I love that later on we see Captain America talk to Black Widow. And he's like, yeah, I keep telling people these things, but I'm not doing it myself. You know, I tell people to move on. I tell people to be positive. Mm-hmm. And even when he walks in, because she's upset after the meeting, because she's kind of running things now. Yeah. When he, when, you know. When he walks in, he's like, well, I saw a pot of whales, you know, in the Hudson, you know, fewer boats, cleaner water. And she's like, if you're about to tell me to look on the bright side, I'm about to hit you with a peanut butter sandwich. But I love that we got to see that moment where he even realizes, look, I'm telling people to do things that I'm not willing to do myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was cool. What'd you guys think of Captain Marvel's haircut, though? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I thought she was like going to ask me to my manager. It, lo- <laughs> <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like she got... It looked like uh, Hawkeye gave her a haircut. They have the same the same person. Same Rocket Barbara. Rocket is given. I think in Infinity War everyone was getting the blowout. You know, at Avengers headquarters, everybody had the blowouts, and now it's like just really weird haircuts. I didn't know Sun and worked in space. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's like they're like, what'd you do? What'd you do, Carol? She's like, it's from the sun. <laughs> like right, right. Give me the John and Kate plus eight. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. She's like, I have a uh, live taping of the Ellen Show to go to. Make it quick. All right. She's not messing around so we see that they're kind of running things from there and this will be a problem that i have it works within the story but a problem that i have is that essentially captain marvel is still super saiyan all powerful and once again the only reason that she doesn't solve all the problems is because she's away on business yeah (laughs) same reason she hasn't been helping which once again it works for the story because it would be wholly unsatisfying if she just came back killed thanos and you're like, oh, this character we've known for two minutes solves the problem for the characters we've learned to grow. Right. Like, right. I, I see narratively, it makes more sense, but it is a little frustrating. And yeah. even then, too, but Scarlet Witch is supposed to be a lot more powerful than oh, she, she was is. So frustrating. But, yeah. we'll, we'll, I mean, we could talk about that, but she does beat Thanos one-on-one. 
she was going to kill him. He has yeah. to say rain fire and the ships have That's to start true. attacking. She she defeats him one on one. She was ripping yeah. she was ripping off his armor bits by bits, and then maybe that's when the butt stuff was gonna happen. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I know I know that she definitely she beat him. She beat him one on one. She did. So she and did he, beat him one on one. He actually rained fired even with his own troops on the field. Yeah, to get out of yeah. the predicament with her. But we'll talk about this area now. I know a lot of people I've seen to talk about what you were you were saying, Mike, like some other people's experiences and gripes that they've had. Mm -hmm. I know some people have said the first hour and a half is slow to them. I thought that the way they set this movie up was extremely clever, wholly satisfying, and a really smart way to do it because the entire time that I was waiting to watch this movie, I thought, how are they going to re-engage Thanos? He's done his thing. Yeah, We know who he is. Yeah, Which, you know, we kind of jumped over that. That killing scene, first of all, I love his reaction when they have him all tied up and they cut off his arm and then, uh, you know, they say, well, what did you do? He's like, I used the stones to destroy the stones. After I brought balance to the universe, they were, they brought nothing but temptation. Like yeah. even, temptation even at his worst, a great person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not a great person, but, <laughs> yeah. but like, his will, his will is so precise and so exact. I love that. Yeah, and then like, his reaction to that tempta- later is great even too. temptation to who? Yeah. You to know, him or the rest of the yeah, universe, even. That's a, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what what's brilliant like, about his character, like even that, down to the last minute. It's he, not just temptation for anybody else. No, it's for him. him. He's yeah, himself himself as well. his yeah, he yeah. wanted to say he wanted to stay humble, everything else. Yeah. yeah it's Sit nuan- down. He wants simplicity, I'd say. It's just like he's, you know, he's got this this drive and clarity of vision, you know, but then he also has, you know, this just layered approach to the way that he views the the universe it's and, and life in general it's and, fantastic and uh i'm not sure if this is skipping ahead too much but it's relevant here when when you know the thanos from the future comes in you know he's like he sees what happens like all right now i gotta be more aggressive be more bloodthirsty but the future thanos you know kind of and i wonder if that's the influence of tony stark because remember him and tony stark had that moment of like I hope they remember you. You know, I actually respect you. Well, that was from him having access to the soul stone, though. That wasn't anything. So if since he didn't have the soul stone in that moment, I don't think that would have been a reaction to that. But if we are going to talk about that, his reaction, his his 2014 self's reaction to his head being cut off was amazing, too, because he says, this is my destiny. And Ebony Ma says, this is your destiny? He's like, are you sure? Because then he presses play and his head gets chopped off. Thanos, without even flinching, is like, and that is destiny fulfilled. He's like proud. He's like, yeah, I did what I want to do. And this is what happens when you rock the boat. (laughs) He's like, I'm your third party candidate, bro. (laughs) How about the Ross Perogas? He's he's the Andrew Yang of, you know, space. Like, he's just like messing stuff up, apparently. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we'll bring it back. What I thought was really great about the first hour and a half of this movie is I was so focused on how are they going to re-engage Thanos. I forgot you're going to have to re-engage the heroes. How do you bring them back from Mm -hmm. this defeat? Five and years th- is a long time, man. Looking at this exactly. planet, exactly. Like, yeah, I've been gotten over a lot of things in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even like in, even Tony Stark had a kid, you know, and that was a perfect way to do it because, and, and much to my chagrin, the kid's name was Morgan. Mm. Morgan H. Stark. Is that we why think you the- keep not giving her a gender? I said her. You just said the kid. <laughs> I refer to or I, kid. I, I, well then I apologize. It. I refer to most children in that way. The kid. Okay. <laughs> I love your the kid. Also a really great Bruce What's Willis. What's its movie. name? The yeah. kid. The child. Anyways, uh, her name is Morgan H. It's Stark. It's a bi-gender name, okay? Yeah. Morgan H. Stark. And we think the H might stand for Ho for Ho Jensen. Although I think giving a woman a middle name of Ho is kind That's of rude. Which is rude. why they which is why it's 
it's they said H, not well. I know, but not woman. not technically. Like when I said Jesus H Christ, there it you go. E- yes. It, was, yes. it would either be Howard or or Ho from Ho Jensen being Ho guy, Jensen Jensen being the guy <laughs> being the guy from, from that the, helped him in yeah. the cave in the original Iron Man. Original I thought that that Iron made Man. sense. Mm-hmm. That but I love the way that they try and get our heroes. We see with Captain America and Black Widow how they don't want to move on that this has bothered them, that they've lost, and they've kind of wallowed in it, and they think they're doing good, but even in their hearts, they know, like, we got to change something up. I And once again, the acting in this movie, the reaction that Scarlett Johansson has when she asks um, War Machine to let her know where Clint Barton Hawkeye is going to be next mm-hmm. is amazing. Her eyes are teared up. She's like, please just let me know. And, like, there's all these moments through this first hour and a half that I just think are so, they're so much more satisfying dramatically than even the best action moments in any movie, not just this one. No. I think it's amazing. But I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the first hour and a half is real slow. It's and underwhelming. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I was eating this stuff up with a spoon. Once right. again, I'm not the person to talk to about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I've, I've drank the bong water. Like, <laughs> speaking, I, I, you know, I, yeah, so I'll be in. honest. Speaking of eating with a spoon, there was a lot of food-based scenes in this movie. Interesting. Now, what do you think the filmmakers were trying to say? What does that mean to you? That the light, that the Infinity Stones, the obscenity, are are a sustenance to the universe, such as food is sustenance to our bodies. I think you're reaching. I think you're reaching. (laughs) Body of Christ. And and, and really, you know, (laughs) when I think about Thanos, I really think he has a very Malthusian way of looking uh, at the universe. You know, juxtaposition of his skin tone to his metaphysical self. The the, the way that his chin looks like a literal nutsack (laughs) really made me really think. Hard about what this this man wanted to do to my universe. He wanted to f- it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the first hour and a half, I know people have had problems with it. I really liked it, and then of course we get the introduction of everybody's favorite shrinking man. Hey, Ant oh, Man. <laughs> Ant Man. And we have saved by his saved uh, by the sidekick Rat, rat Man. <laughs> yes. No, he's saved by the. That rat. was uh, Disney's way of kind of getting their little edge in. The, getting a little mouse in the there. Mouse saves yeah, the there mouse you saves go. Today. Oh my yeah. god. There you go. There you go. There you go. I liked it. So he comes out, and the once again, once that's, again, I'm that's their "Don't you forget who who runs this show" <laughs> moment. I am. I, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. I'm gonna keep saying this. When Paul Rudd does such an amazing job with the few scenes that like that are just his when he comes back mm-hmm. and he's realizing this and like he even once again I was hoping we wouldn't get the movie trope and of course they save themselves there's a kid on a bike he's like kid what happened here kid just stares at him and takes off like in a normal mm-hmm. movie you'd be like kid what happened and you'd be like oh well you know uh, everyone's upset because uh, this purple madman uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's that moment but he just stares at him and it's like that thousand yard stare from the kid and then he takes off on his bike and then he starts to put together that, okay, apparently a lot of people are dead. There's morals. He's his own name. And he goes to see Cassie, his daughter. Yeah. She's grown up now. And that moment between them, hmm. I think, is... Pulls at you, man. I mean, like... It's good. He does some really, like, you can see every emotion on his face. He starts to tear up. He's embracing her. It's yeah. it's it's beautiful. And, and, like, you know, Paul Rudd did really good in Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, but he didn't... I don't think there was and really And I any- love you, man. And, and yeah. Anchorman, all his man movies, <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, but he really good. He didn't really have any like serious parts. No, in those. So to see, and if you would have told me like, oh yeah, Paul Rudd's got acting chops, I would be like, oh come on, man. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, well, who told you this? Judd Apatow? <laughs> Give me Did a Adam break. Adam Sandler yeah. tell you Sure. That? Yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah thanks, Judd. Thanks. <laughs> so this is actually one of the few, mom- few moments I think the re- reuniting actually makes sense to me. Yeah. Because Paul Rudd comes about and realizes that his daughter is dead, or thinks that. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well, yeah, he's worried about her being he, that's dead. That's what he thinks. And yeah, for yeah, a while, yeah. he thinks, oh my gosh, my whole family is dead. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when he gets to reunite with them, it's this great reunification. Right. However, all the other reunifications from people who were turning into dust, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, and they, wh- which they didn't spend five years missing their loved ones. They spent about 15 minutes True. Right. Paul Rudd spent five hours in this in the world. Yeah. No, it's Quantum definitely realm. more for yeah. the people that were here, not for the people. That right. Were gone. But, yeah, then when but I see he would still faces, he would still react like that if he thought his daughter was dead. That's exactly why his, the he only thought one his daughter was sense dead for that's five hours. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But which ones which ones are you saying don't make so sense? I'm I guess saying when I'm I look at like. Um, I would say a good example would be ah, the Spider-Man. It, no, it was it was Jeremy Renner's and his wife, Laura's. Theirs, she looks like so sad and so excited to see him when like she didn't actually like wasn't really missing for very long. Yeah. Well, no, but remember they were back well before they got back to them. That was just her being excited that he didn't die from the battle with Thanos. Remember, she calls him before he even attacks. Yeah. So the world, She's the on world, the phone yeah. when those missiles <laughs> hit that base. Yeah, like literally, they're seeing the mushroom cloud over upstate New York and saying, "Oh, my, uh, my, my bow and arrow wielding husband is in the <laughs> middle of that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I think it, it could. I see what you're saying. Okay. I see yeah, what you're saying, but I, I, I think it could too, work. A I think it could work on a couple of, of moments. The, I think the sure. really one where it's if he is the Spider-Man one. I don't think with, so. With, with his friend. And then it was oh like, oh that one well yeah. that's that's towards yeah. the end let's try and stay in this first half uh, hour and a half for yeah. now at yeah. least so we get Ant Man and he also starts why does he not know how alphabetical order works when he's on that wall yeah he's yeah. jumping yeah, around from like G to D I'm like come on <laughs> no, bro no, no, you know no, no, your no, last no. name is an L they're, no they're du- <laughs> they're they're double sided he doesn't realize they're double sided until he goes to that first one on the other side and he sees it's like the G or the D or whatever and then he goes back and he's like oh here's all the L's and he stays there. Because now you called that out. And I was I like, did. give him a break. He's panicking, looking for the know, name, like still, running around. Alphabet. A, B, X, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a give, give him a break, all right? He's in the quantum realm for five hours, yeah. okay? He's very hungry, all right? So he starts to talk to um, Black Widow and Captain America. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, guys, like I was gone for five years. Black Widow's like, oh, I bet that was a long five years. He's like, no, it wasn't for me. And that's when we start to get this thing and he pitches the idea of a time machine. I'm glad that they call it how ridiculous that is because we're all sitting there like, this is ridiculous. No, yeah. my favorite reaction was Black Widow's where she was like, that doesn't sound ridiculous. I get emails from a raccoon. Yeah, I wanted to try anything, you know. <laughs> and that's what brings them to go talk to Tony Stark. And like I said, I love, once again, it's not just them going because in a normal movie, you'd be like, all right, this is who we're going to see. You see him for a couple seconds and you go, but there's a big revelation here, and that's that he has this daughter that we talked about, yeah. that Pepper is okay, his daughter is okay, he is okay. He's, he's got a good on life a beautiful now. beautiful house on a lake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he's got it going on. And so I love that they still provide the heroes with something to lose going on this trip, mm-hmm. that they have to be reignited in their will to go after this. And we get to see the heroes show up. There's still some animosity, obviously, between Captain America and Tony Stark, which I like. Yeah. And they pitch him the time thing, and he talks about how it messes with the Deutsch proposition and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Right. But the, I, I think the one thing too, by uh, going back to your point of giving the the 
the hero something to lose. I think we're so accustomed to having the heroes be like these lone wolf people who are, you know, who are these standalone characters and who, you know, they, they don't need love. They don't need whatever, you know, they'll grab a woman, kiss her real quick. And we're like, all right, you're my hoe, whatever. You know, so there's like, so there's like this, there's like this, this tradition of <laughs> seeing just, heroes. It's just her middle name. Are you right. watching Wayans Brothers movies oh, again? <laughs> Blank man, clearly. Yes, that's <laughs> Starring me. <laughs> but no, but no, but like we're so used to seeing, you know, uh, you know, superheroes being these infallible people who don't need anyone to now saying like or have to choose exactly yeah. you know and it's like and, and now there's this there's this this real dilemma that they have of i might lose my family like there's like the like legitimate like i have people who depend on me not just like oh this you know crazy concept of oh the world needs me no it's like i, I got a little i got a kid you know so it's so it's there's a there's a lot more because we we've kind of like gotten through all of like the i'm a superhero i'm a billionaire i'm now a husband and a dad, like all of these things, we kind of they're, they're much more relatable, and it makes those moments that much more impactful. I think when we see them. Oh, for sure. And uh, I loved like the conversation between uh, Pepper and Tony, where like she finally like just came to terms with a, a reoccurring theme. Oh yeah. And Tony Stark's uh, she has a great line of of the, you know like he he cannot stop being Iron Man, and you know he's tried. You know, she's tried to co- convince him not to, but she's given up. She said, look, that's who you want to be. You know, you have to it's do one that. of my biggest failures in my career is trying to get you to stop, which yeah. is something, yeah, we learned from Iron Man 3 to Civil War to this. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, he says, look, I could stop right now and go to bed. And she says to him, but would you be able to rest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that moment, I think, was really, really nice. But this takes us to one of my other favorite characters of the movie because the heroes walk away with their tails between their legs because it's before Tony Stark has discovered time time travel. They go to a bigger brain, and that bigger brain, Morgan? Da Hulk. Da Hulk. But he doesn't da talk like that anymore. <laughs> he has managed to meld both both the brains and the bronze, as he puts it. Bruce Banner and the Hulk as one. Yep. The Celebrity is- Hulk. <laughs> yes, and he's like, brush your teeth, listen Dab. to your mom. Dab. It's like that, that sequence where he's trying to convince the kids to take a picture with him. Is that what he was saying after amazing. he took the yes. picture? Because all I saw was him moving, and everybody's like clapping and screaming. <laughs> You need to start going to the closed caption. I went to I went to the loop. <laughs> oh, right. But uh, no, loop. but the, those those two <laughs> scenes also have like I would say like my biggest qualm with the movie. I guess like I know why it happened, but like like all Grab right, grab the mic and tell us. All right, you know like <laughs> Tony Stark just fi- you know he figured out time mach- or time travel. There you go. Poof. You know. Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, Hulk and, and Bruce Banner they're just together now. Like poof. Well, yeah. it was it was five years though. Yeah, but I'm so, just saying we didn't get to see a lot of this. Once again, though, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's it's over three hours long. Like we forget. I know. I know. Why. Already that's what I'm dealing saying. Like, like, and once again, that's my why argument. They did that. a, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, he just discovers time travel in an afternoon." I think he was working off of the information that Scott Lang gave him. Exactly. And yeah. and he wasn't just going in blank. Yeah. He was like, "All right, well, Scott told me this. Let's do some." He's also working. Scott with has done his, this. His, he's yeah, got his Pim's AI research. is running a lot of this stuff as well, yeah. and I, it just kind of the simulation. But, I mean, works. like I I get why they did it, but especially the Hulk, I I took particular issue with because. <laughs> That was that was at the end of or at the end of Infinity War or throughout Infinity War. That was an issue. Oh, Hulk's yeah. fighting! Like I can't do this, and now yeah. we don't see that conclusion. What yeah, do he you always us. say? Don't tell me, show me. Yeah, but they show us throughout the film what the end result is, so I don't have a problem with it. But I'm really. just saying we didn't. Okay, we didn't physically see him become one. Something that was a big issue throughout. No, no, no. no but he the last movie we didn't really see that journey. 
But it was more of the shock factor, right? Like he was able to it, he he didn't have to like know the process of coaxing the Hulk out of his shell because we see the result of it. Like yeah. we're, we're From Ragnarok right now, in the beginning. We are yeah. face to face all of a sudden. We got a movie where he was only Hulk with Bruce, no Hulk, Hulk, and now it's both Hulk Banner. Yeah. But like I said, uh, and they even said something about like they won't have a Hulk movie, but they're going to explain like his that's because Universal throughout. Universal has the distribution rights, and yeah. uh, Disney doesn't want to have to pay Universal to distribute a Hulk film. But, that's and, but, the and they, reason. And, but they said that they were going to like go through yeah, like a his story, story arc, and this is it. Yeah, yeah, this is this is the end of that arc for sure. Where he was and all Hulk, why, no I Hulk. Get it. I now get it's, why it's like they they kind of did saying, it. I'm just saying it would have been yeah. Time. Would it have been cool to see that? But I don't think we needed to see it because. We don't see the changes, the emotional changes that like Black Widow and Steve Rogers have gone through, but we see the end result of those changes over the last five years. But I feel like it's still very satisfying. Very. There could have been something visual, I think, to help us. Maybe if we saw like a little Bruce Banner penis or something, it might have. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on today, guys? (laughs) You guys are killing me. But do you think that they had? It wasn't all a success, guys. Look here. Hulk body, banner dick. <laughs> but that means there's a banner-sized person walking around with a Hulk dick somewhere. <laughs> he could be. He in could this be in this room. room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> this room. Doubt, no, not, not this not room. This Another one somewhere. Speak for yourself, white guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. So you're upset. <laughs> so you're upset we didn't physically get to see this transformation happen. Ups- I'm just upset happy. Upset is might be a strong word. Okay. Right, Speaking good. of transformations, can we talk about Fat Thor for a second? Please? We're not. We're not quite there, there yet. yet. We're not quite there yet, but we're almost there because God. we, we want to talk about it. We Believe now get me. to see. We now get to see um, Baby Ant Man first. Yes, they're doing their time travel <laughs> stuff, right? And we see them, as Tony Stark puts it, pushing time through Scott instead of Scott through time. Which I liked that once again we don't see Tony Stark going through things, but we do see the time travel stuff being tested. Yeah. And, you know, Bruce Banner trying his best and everything else. And I loved his little thing where Black Widow's uh reaction to him saying, I don't want to lose him to nineteen fifty. She's like, Oh, he's just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> She's like, You can't do that. She's like, That's a joke, right? He's like, either all of it's a joke or none of it is. He's like, it's time travel. It's like, what? And he just does the thumbs up to Scott, you know, like it's so great. It's great. once again, everybody's brought their A game to this movie. Like oh, yeah. every single person is the best they've been in these films. And it's such a delight to watch. And we see, you know, when he comes back and he says, you know, Somebody peed my pants. <laughs> Such He's a like, great I'm line. I'm not sure if it was yeah. baby me or, or old me, man me. Or, or me, me. Or me, me. <laughs> so good. But then Tony shows up, and we have another nice moment between him and Steve Rogers. And it's kind of where Tony now says, all right, I'm going to do it. You know, bring back what we lost, but I can't lose what I have and mm-hmm. try and survive. Uh-uh. And uh, he gives him his shield back. Yep. Big moment. And then he says, we are getting the rest of the team, right? And then this now turns into the Blues Brothers movie where they're getting the band back <laughs> together. Get the band back. And yep. I'm like, this is amazing. This yeah. is so good. Real quick, I just, like, I want to, you know, give a shout out to Mark Ruffalo. Because, uh, you know, a uh, listener of this podcast, obviously. No, because remember when, like, it, like, like, I guess it was like a big deal, you know, like, all right, we're, you know, getting rid of Edward Norton and recasting yeah, you know, yeah. Mark Ruffalo. and But it turned out to, to work. Mark Ruffalo, so well. Mark Ruffalo is one of my favorite actors to watch because he will typically, like, if even if you know where the scene is going, 
he usually takes the line reads in a direction I never expect. Mm-hmm. Like he always does just something a little weird, a little different, a little backwards, His a little like, like a not like, like a not crazy Nick Cage. No, yes, yeah. yes, like a Nick Cage that knows how to act, like yeah. who's not just bank, you know, not just banking on being crazy Nick Cage. But right. like, yeah, it's that same idea. Like he just does these weird little things that are so wonderful in everything he does. And in this exact moment where he's talking about time travel, and throughout this whole thing with Hulk, we see him now melting together. Hulk's personality with Bruce Banner's personality. He's yes. got a little bit of this like, I was the king of this world basically where everybody loved me as the greatest gladiator <laughs> of all time. Yeah. I'm a badass football player jock kind of person now, yeah. but also still Bruce Banner. Like, it's a really cool combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm wearing shirts now. I know. <laughs> like, rippling through them. So yeah. this is where this is where they start to um to get everybody together, and we see that they go to New Asgard, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad in the comics is set in Oklahoma. Uh, which who would ever set up shop in Oklahoma? <laughs> um, so I'm glad that they're in Norway now. That makes you know far more sense with Norse mythology. And I will say one of the things that bummed me out about uh, I- seeing it in IMAX, the first two times I saw it, it was you know traditional. I saw it once 2D, once in 3D, mm-hmm. but both you know not big camera, or, you know big whatever. You get this wonderful moment where you see Hulk, you know, with Rocket in the back of the truck, and it's it's a great shot. Yeah. Then the camera pans down, and you see it says "Welcome to New Asgard," and you're like, "Oh, that's yeah. cool." Right. In IMAX, it's just there. Yep. <laughs> new, uh, new Asgard, everything's in the shot. You're like, oh, there's wow. no there's no revelation of what you're looking at. It's just it's there. there. And I was like, uh-huh. "Oh, that's kind of a bummer," because it was so mm-hmm. much better when it revealed it with the the pan. Yeah, I was hoping they'd go to like a wider screen. So they show that. up. Valkyrie's there. Thank goodness. I love Val- love me some Valkyrie. I wish there was more like shots of just all the women characters in this movie. Anyways. True. So <laughs> we we they, they want to go talk to Thor. She says he won't see you. He only comes in town for supplies. <laughs> yeah, supplies, which are burr. Know, burr. So Rocket and Hulk are going to recruit Thor the God of Thunder <laughs> in New Asgard. Once again, this is a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go to meet Thor, and there's something a little off about our old friend because Chris Hemsworth has, you know, like one of the best bodies of all time. Yeah. And what has happened to Thor? What has happened to Thor? He's now the god of thunder thighs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. As Rocket puts it, he looks like melted ice cream. (laughs) But this. This is amazing, and once again, this is one of the strengths I always talk about. Um, you know, one of the reasons I think Marvel works so much. Everyone talks about the humor, but I always tell everybody, you know, things work in contrast. Mm-hmm. Whether it's film, whether it's cooking, whether it's a relationship, the reason that the humor works is because the drama works. Okay, and the reason the drama works is because the humor works. This is a very funny sequence. Everyone's laughing because Thor's got this beer gut. Yeah. He's there with Korg and Meek. It's amazing. Korg <laughs> is angry. Fortnite. Yeah, they're playing Fortnite. Someone has talked badly to Korg and he asked Thor to like trash talk him for him. He's like, Thanks, Thor. Kids on the internet it's, again. It's, it's, Snoop, it's Snoop Master 69. <laughs> so it's a wonderful sequence, but the moment that Bruce says to him, you know, we have a chance to fix everything, and he's like, What are you talking about? He's like, I'm talking about Thanos. Everything just stops. And Thor's face completely changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he even, I love this because then Hulk gets another serious line because Thor turns and grabs him and he's like, don't you dare talk to me about him. And Hulk says, once again, you talk about the melding of those. Uh-huh. He says, please take your arm off me. Right. And he like puts his hand on his. his and it's hand. like this yep. very, I was like, whoa. Yep. And that moment works because there was all this levity, you know, a few moments right. later and everything else. The whole movie's not just this drudge, you know, so... 
I don't know. I, I really liked. I really liked all this with Thor. I I thought it was good at first, but I thought the Fat Hulk or Fat Thor thing dragged on. I was hoping that like Asgardians had some like weird ability to just like do eight crunches and like somehow get jacked again. I was hoping for that, but I think it just kind of like it became this weird. I think everybody fat shaming was ho- thing. Ho- I think everybody. <laughs> yeah. So you you was thought it was fat it. shaming? I thought I thought initially it made sense. So people can't see you, end, but you're was, not allowed to have an opinion on what fat shaming is. Well, you or Mike? I was fat. <laughs> Morgan Morgan can. Yes. <laughs> I can. I think. I think. Should we be proud of that? Yes. <laughs> My Tinder account now says that I have the body of Thor. All right. They don't know from which movie, buyer beware. Okay? That's not my problem. That's theirs. All right. Sold that's what you get is. for buying wholesale, yeah. you know? That's what you get. But I, I thought it was good. I think what you're talking about, I agree with you. I think the audience turns it into a joke even when they're not playing it for laughs. Right. Throughout the movie, just because it's Fat Thor. Yeah. When in a comic book, they would have just drawn him fatter, and it'd be like, oh, cool, and then you would kind of gotten over it. The visual of just seeing Chris Hemsworth, because we're so used to seeing him, right. so ripped. Just getting everyone pregnant like that. instantly. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll him. get yeah. it. Like I get it. They do play it for the last few times, but I, I think I know what you're saying. Like Every time I see when it, I'm like... rubbing Rocket like, on his well, stomach. That, but that was a part of the initial, like, all right, that's mm-hmm. the joke. And then I think they only play it for laughs like maybe one or two more times in the film, but every time you see him, your reaction is to laugh about it because he does right. look funny. Right. Like, the next funny part is when Tony Stark calls him Lebowski. Yeah. Lebowski wasn't fat. So he's not commenting on his weight; he's commenting on his attitude. Well, and he's his drunk. Attitude look is what's and going look. the whole time. Yeah, yeah it's, look, it's the look the, and his yeah. attitude, yeah. right? He's and not, so yeah. the look does not is not necessarily inclusive of his weight at this point. We're now just looking at him as this very different. I just think it's funny character. that more people he's not have fat, a problem. But slovenly, I think is more like people. I've slovenly. seen more articles online about you know people having a problem with him being fat and maybe it's fat shame. I'm like, no, 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 him looking the way he does normally. Is a shame. Yeah. That's the actual problem here. <laughs> and he has an Australian accent. Give me a freaking break. And blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to swim in those things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. No. He looks like make him as Greek fat as we god. can make him, as far as I care. He looks like a Norse god. Uh, no, no, no. He Chris looks like Hemsworth looks like a Greek god. No, but in the in the this Norse movie, he looks like fat, a Nor- yeah. Actually. I was gonna say he like, looks like a Norse god in this movie. Gods, those Norse gods were, were that's very but different. But it's looking. good. So we get we get him. We get they call in Nebula and Rocket. They call in Rhodey. Captain Marvel once again is in line for those tickets to see Ellen, so she mm-hmm. can't show up. She's busy. All True. right. So they all get together, and they I love that they actually label it as a time heist mm-hmm. because that's what Paul Rudd had said as Ant-Man earlier on in the film. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how, like, all right, look, everybody in this room has had some experience. We're skipping something. We, we what do we part. skip? What we, we skip? We our, our first vision of Ronan, the first time we get to see Jeremy Renner as a badass mm. in Japan. Oh, that yeah, you're right. He was a part of getting getting the yeah. band together. Yeah, I, I liked that scene. Um, the cuts are kind of obvious. Maybe I'm once again I'm having a nitpick here. When they get close cool. to a sign, and I can tell, all right, we're going to another cut, and then we're doing this, we're doing that. I feel like since they had to keep their PG-13 rating, and there's already enough cursing in this movie, they kind of had to to take the edge off of what he was doing with the swords and everything. Really? Because it literally showed like the dude's neck like cut. No, I know, but then at the end when he finishes them, he goes straight. Sorry, just hit the mic. <laughs> he goes straight down with his sword, and I wanted the camera to pull back, and that thing was through his head, through yeah. the bottom of his chin. Yeah, but no, yeah. the guy's just laying on the ground, and actually, I think he's still moving because it's like they're like, "Oh, he's not quite dead," you know, he's not quite dead. He's but dying. that scene, once again, once again, the acting, amazing. When she says, "You're not supposed to be here," he says, "Yeah, yeah neither are you," and she's like, "Well, look, there's a way 
you know, we might be able to fix this. He's like, don't do that. And she's like, what? And he's like, don't give me hope. One of the best lines. I was like, oh my gosh. That caught me, man. Yes. And she's like, I wish I could have given it to you sooner. And I was like, oh. Because if he gets hope, then he might regret what he's been doing. Yes, 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 yes. And of course, all of this is even better once you see it within the context of knowing what happens to those two characters towards the end of the movie. So Mm -hmm. it's even better Mm -hmm. when you look at it like that. So thank you for pointing that out. We did skip over Ronan, but we're back now to the time heist. You're the real MVP, Mike. And I loved, I loved that Ant Man. Of course, has had mm-hmm. nothing to do with the Infinity. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. So this is kind of cool. So when Thor is giving us a recap of Thor: The Dark World, everyone's like least favorite MCU movie. So I thought it was great that they are making everyone's least favorite movie now something cool you can think about when you're rewatching it. Yeah, he's up there and how. He starts to just slowly break down about stuff when he sees Jane Foster and he talks about his mom's dad. And his dad. He cuts too. to Hulk and Hulk's like doing the kill sign. He's like, no, dude, like this is too much. Like everyone's doing it. too far. My too favorite far. thing that I've noticed though, everyone's disgusted and confused. When it cuts to Ant Man, he's like engrossed. So I swear he's like, he's like just super into it. He's like breathing heaven. He's like his eyes are wide. He's like, this is amazing. Like Ant Man would love Thor: The Dark World. Like I just want to get him the Blu-ray and be like, dude, you would love this. He was loving it, and, and Iron Man's trying to walk away. He's like, no, yeah, thanks, bud. You're good. You're good. You're good. He's trying to get always He's like, I'm not done yet. He's like, someone call, called this a stone earlier. It's, it's more of a sludge. We're going to have to repair that. And he points at Captain America. Like, he's so out of it. I loved it. I yeah. loved he like it. Dropped the, had the eyedroppers before. But they st- finally come to the realization after they're talking about all this Black Widow. Thank goodness Natasha Romanoff is on the job. She talks about how... She's like, if we pick the right time, there are three stones in New York at one time. And you're like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. <laughs> so then it shows you New York, yeah, and they're, Asgard. And they're, sitting there, like, they're just sitting there laying there. And she says that. And like they all like sit up like, oh. Like, oh, yeah. You know, there was that whole nobody thing. Nobody thought of that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All, the, all the geniuses in the Marvel yeah. Universe are in this well, one and I love, room. Once again, this, this is another tossback. But her line about when, when uh, Ant-Man's like, has anyone studied quantum physics? She's like, just to make conversation. Now, everyone laughs, <laughs> at that because it's a joke. But it also works because as a spy, she probably well, studied it to make conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's so good about it. Yeah. I just thought it was really relatable. You know, and, and, of course, this is going to sound weird. You, know, you with, make me sick. With, with my <laughs> criticism of, like, they figure out you know, time travel quickly, but I loved how they explained it. You know, how, how uh, Bruce Banner Hulk explained it. You know, it's like, oh, well, if you're, you know, your your past becomes your future, so your past can't affect your future, basically. Yeah, they yeah. fixed all it's the movies. Linear. It's yeah. linear. They say, look, and, it's and linear. So, and so now they time can is do linear, this no matter time what. travel thing without, without creating any butterfly effects. And I was like, that was a really cool way to eliminate a, tr- a time traveling trope, and now yes. you get now you got a cool scene of Captain America fighting Captain America. Yeah, you know, a- and Ant Man being upset that like Back to the Future lied to him. He's yeah, like, what, what are you talking about? He's so upset about that. And like everyone's Even like, no, he swore before it wasn't that he got all his information from Back to the Future. Yes, yeah. and it was. It clearly it was. Absolutely, and possibly was. Die Hard. Even though it's not a time, and they, they even reference Hot Tub Time Machine, like yeah. Star Trek Hot Tub Time Machine, Time Cop, Before Time, After Time. And going, was, and he's like, no, leap. no, and like he's like, who? He's like, who thought that was gonna work? Bruce was like, who thought that was gonna work? Hawkeye's like, that was my understanding. He's like, who told you that? Who told you that? And they're like, well, this is who told us. Yeah, I thought. I thought that was really, really cool. That was their way of, of getting around a lot of those tropes and everything like and that. And helping me as an audience member to recognize yeah. that I don't have and, to worry And about I that. feel like they really simplified it, but I've, I know a lot of people have had trouble understanding, like, well, they didn't follow their own rules about time travel and all that. But they didn't have to. Yeah. They took our job. <laughs> those time people are coming across the border and taking my time job. <laughs> 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 
That's literally <laughs> 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 <South> Park. Anyways, <laughs> so we get the really cool scene. They do the test run. They figure out it works, and now we are off to the races to some of the best parts of this movie. Oh my! Where God. the fact that when it pops up, and so there's three teams. One's going to New York. One is going to Asgard, and then one is doing both Morag and Vormir. All right, and they take off. First scene we get, it just pops up. You see establishing shot of aliens, Chitauri army over New York. It says New York 2012. And then we get the the shot of the Avengers from the first Avengers yeah. movie. And, and we're all like, sucked yes. right back into that yes, joy we like, felt then. Oh, my gosh. This is so brilliant. Like, yes. this is so brilliant. And then you see where they're at in the circle and then where our team comes in. You have that wonderful moment where Hulk is being Hulk. And the new Hulk uh, is very, is very, very embarrassed. embarrassed. Uh. He's like, yeah, why don't you smash some stuff along the way? Uh, Hulk smash. And so we see our first attempt at getting a stone, which is the Hulk talking to the ancient one, Mike. I know one of your favorite characters. Yes, because I I love that film and all of the things. He tries to live. He he tries to live his life like he lives at Carmitage. Shambhala. Wrong with that. Shambhala. I knew. I I knew there was something wrong with you. But here's what I did have a problem with. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Is when she sends him out into his metaphysical. Which was awesome. Just yeeted him out of his own body. (laughs) He's wearing this ugly shirt. Why is his metaphysical perfect version of himself an ugly shirt? But it's not a metaphysical perfect version of himself. It's what how it's how he sees himself. And I think he sees himself as what he was wearing the day that he, you know, melded with. The Hulk that looked like something he'd be wearing in the yeah. in the in lab, the lab. <laughs> working on it. Yeah, or that's maybe his not lab even wear. a lab, like in a, in like lab a cabin, by Gap, like in a cabin, like in the middle of the woods, or even. So I loved the moments though where he was talking to the ancient one and how she didn't want to just give up the time stone and how cool it was that of course Doctor Strange isn't the Sorcerer Supreme yet and that she knew who Doctor Strange was and why Hulk was yeah. there. Like it was just so cool. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to get that that information. Then we see Tony Stark. Um, an Ant-Man trying to get the Tesseract. And this was really fun. There was a part where he says, all right, flick me. And yeah. Paul Rudd, <laughs> does he like, like he booty squat? Yes, yes, he does a squat and sticks his butt out like he's ready for the flick. Like, it is hilarious. It is pose. so Wait a minute, good. You're missing the ass of America. <laughs> yes, yeah, so during that scene, you know, Tony Stark says that... Uh, you know, he doesn't think that that costume doesn't need favors for Cap. And then Ant-Man says, as far as I'm concerned. That's the ass of America. Nope. Then, that's oh, America's, America's ass. Yes. Come on, whatever. Morgan, like, you're the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not an ass man. Like, <laughs> this is what Yannis showed up for. Exactly. All, of all ass all there the time. <laughs> so. We get to see this cool little thing, and I'd forgotten, like, they set up that, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. coming to get the, the scepter. It's actually the Hydra people. Mm-hmm. And I love that Ant-Man calls out, you didn't know they were bad guys? Just <laughs> yeah. look at them. <laughs> look like bad guys. <laughs> so then Captain America has to get the scepter from them, and we get what I thought they were setting up was the elevator fight scene from Winter Soldier Part 2. Yeah. But it's even more satisfying, mm-hmm. because what happens? When he leans over, and he pulls his spy skills out, and it just says... Yeah. We got Captain America yeah. to say Hell Hydra <laughs> on screen to convince Hydra agents to give him an Infinity Stone in a movie. It's great. One, one of my favorite, like, if I could like make a still, one of my favorite stills is like when he's leaving the elevator. That his face, smile, yeah, that he smirks smirk. as he just walks while out. they're all, while, and of course, like while everybody else is like in the elevator, like, oh, shit, we got Captain America yeah, on, we got on our him. side yeah. now, yeah. like. 
and we, then we turned him, we that got leads him. us that leads us into one of the more entertaining moments of the film captain america v captain america yeah <laughs> poor naive steve rogers yes i got yeah. eyes on loki i'm not loki and that first scene where they both hit shields is kind of cool. But then when they fight and he knocks him down, he's like, I can do this all day. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. He's yeah. just so exhausted. He's like, he's because I piss it's me off sometimes. Once again, <laughs> once again, it's great to see the distance that a lot of these characters have traveled. Oh, and yeah. where Steve Rogers is as a character now. Think about all the stuff that our Steve Rogers has been through that 2012. Steve Rogers has not been Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War. Like yeah, yeah. he is a different human being. And, and I uh, Age of Ultron. And even in First Avenger, like he actually says that the first time before mm-hmm. he even gets the serum. He's like this scrawny little dude getting beat up in an alley. Like and he says I it to Tony Stark day. in Civil like, War, which yeah. is a great little yeah. callback. But it, it was really funny. Um, the fight scene's kind of cool. They throw each other off, and then, yeah, he looks at his own booty in the pants, and he agrees with Ant-Man. <laughs> Don't skip a leg day, man. Let's do this. Yeah, that's right. That's Deep right. squats all so, day. So then we're back with, uh, we see that Hulk, as my little, as my intro did for mine, one of my favorite lines is when they make Hulk take the stairs instead of the elevator. He's like, oh, take the stairs, take the stairs, and he's walking, and you see all the stairs. I thought he was going to jump down. He's like, yeah. so many stairs! <laughs> he's so angry. Well, when they get the Tesseract... When they get the Tesseract, Tony's trying to leave, and Hulk comes barging out of there, knocks him, he falls down, and who does the Tesseract fall to? Loki. Loki, who's like the ultimate opportunist. I love that they show him noticing that the, someone's kicked the case. He sees that, but uh-huh. as usual, he stays quiet, stays yeah. there, waits for his moment, and then he's out. He's just gone. And of course, in the moment, I'm thinking, oh, that's going to get him. I don't know where we're going to pick this thread up if we ever do. Once again, this is a different timeline now, so I don't yeah. know if that's going to matter. But, It'd be yeah. a fun but, timeline but, but, to go and to. And that was the the uh, Mind Stone, right? The Tesseract? The uh, Tesseract is actually the Space Stone. The Scepter is the Mind Stone, because that's, you remember Loki yes. was using people to change that's their right, minds, and of course, right. the Space Stone he uses to open a portal to bring the army uh-huh. from the other right. side of space in. So everything kind of works the way that... So now he used... So now he could have been anywhere. He can go anywhere. He could have been <laughs> anywhere. Maybe that's where the live-action Loki TV show will pick up. That's what I'm yeah. hoping. That would be amazing. That's what I'm hoping. That would be really cool. Is a Loki TV show happening? We'll talk about that later. Jesus, All right? I'm, where have I been? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. So uh, they mess up. Captain America meets back up with them, and they have to come up with another plan. And I know you were very excited, Mike, when they were reading out the dates because they realized they have to go even further back for some more Pym mm-hmm. particles and the Tesseract. What year did they go to? 1970. Nuff said. Mm-hmm. I knew who was in that car when it said Nuff said because yeah. that's always what Stanley said. That was really cool. He's like, make make love, not war. And they're like yep. peeling out and throwing up the peace signs and everything. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So we get this little sequence now where Tony Stark has to get the Tesseract. And uh, Captain America has to get some pen particles. And who does Tony Stark run into, Yanis? His dad. His daddy. Papa Stark. Papa Stark. Daddy Stark. Mm-hmm. And I thought... Ned Stark? Once again, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert of the North. Robert Downey Jr. always brings it. But I thought this scene was really, really sweet. Especially there's a moment where he, like, he kind of ekes it out where he's like, I have a daughter. And I thought it was this really great moment where he really wants him to know that he has a granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's that's what he really wants to say. But like it's just enough for him to tell him, like I have a daughter, and he's talking to his dad about fatherhood, being you know being a father, and being in a he, family. And he maybe he you know now he realizes why his dad was a certain way. Now that he's a father, mm-hmm. and now he's seeing his own dad being just as worried about him yep. as he is about his daughter. I will say the one thing that I didn't like. It's it's once again it's a tiny gripe. 
he has this moment where he's like, you know, that kid's not even here yet. And there's not anything I wouldn't do for him. And yeah, this is this is the ending of the story arc for Tony Stark and Captain America and a lot of these characters. So you have to kind of wrap some things up. But that is not the Howard Stark we've seen in every other movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which to a random stranger. To like, a random stranger at at the military base. Yeah. He knows this guy's from MIT. He knows that you know they kind of run in the same circles at least. It was sweet for the moment, but I think it was a little disingenuous to that character specifically. And Tony Stark is a product of how he was raised. He talks about a yeah. lot of those movies are him dealing with his daddy issues. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to see Howard Stark as that cold person who was doing all these great thing, great things for our country and building yeah. these weapons. And, you know, he thought he was doing all these great things after World War II and during World War II. But it turns out, you know, maybe he wasn't. So I don't know. For me, it, it landed a little flat. Just that line. I love the interaction, mind you. Mm-hmm. But just that line, I was like, just a little too far yeah. for me. So I want to know, he had flowers and a can of sauerkraut. I don't. Yeah, he told him, do you have a big date tonight? Like, I don't understand what the can of sauerkraut My is. My every date. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how I do like, it. Like, that's how you get him. I'm yeah. just like, like is, is that like a 70s, is that a 70s thing? Like, sauerkraut? Everything was canned. Who knows? I, it's not the can. It's what's in the can that I'm confused about. <laughs> well, he's got flowers and sauerkraut. Like you're going to show man up in to the your can. girl with flowers and his can of sauerkraut. Well, he was also like, a multi-billionaire weapons developer. I'm pretty sure the can of sauerkraut was given to her in an amazing, uh, you know, all wooden, 17 foot long door, you know, with all the maids standing around. Like I'm sure it was fine. And we got Jarvis, and it was. James Darcy, the guy who plays Jarvis on the Peggy Carter yep. television show, Agent so Carter, yeah. amazing, yes, yes. so good, so good. And speaking of Agent Carter, we see Captain America so having to get out of the way yeah. from some people that are looking for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's that funny line about the hippie beards uh, always gets me. And he goes in, and of course, you know, like I every time I've seen, I've seen, noticed it said Carter on the door, but yeah. of course he sees his picture and he looks and it says Margaret Carter. Yeah. He's like, oh my gosh, and then she's there, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's he gonna do? And then I was like, how bad is her peripheral vision? She's like, he's like, wait, 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 I wait, thought it was staring. Too I thought it was two tone. I thought, yeah, I thought it was dark two tone glass. Yeah, that was just me. But I'd feel it. I, this one was there. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. Feel yeah, yeah. I think you staring would. at me. You think you would? Yeah, sure. Maybe she's just how used many, to that. Maybe feeling. how many times is Captain America stared at you and you haven't noticed? Chris Evans was staring at me. <laughs> I'd notice every bone in my body would notice. <laughs> I'd get an extra bone in my body. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> so we get this sweet moment there, and then they they get back together. I loved, of course, we get our another Hank Pym cameo, D.H. Michael Douglas, and we mm-hmm. get this as the cameras pan along. We see the OG original Ant Man helmet, helmet yeah, which is so, so cheesy. Once again, once again. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. They realized they couldn't make that the actual helmet because it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have told James Wan and Aquaman that. All right. Do you guys remember Black Manta in that movie? Yeah. That helmet with the lasers. Like, that's exactly how he looks in the comics. Yeah. There's a reason you adapt these things. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's yeah. a reason. Or, or even Aquaman's, like, costume well, yeah. at the end. But we're, you know what? We, Listen to our Aquaman review, listeners, if you want to hear well, that. Well, look, I mean, look, I mean, it's a fair comparison. <laughs> so, no, there's no comparing those two things. That's well, like Mike Tyson and me. <laughs> there's no comparison. No comparison. 
So sounds like a child's toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mike Tyson and me. He's like the my buddy. Do you remember the my buddies? Where you you throw you you toss him the ball and he get the ball and he throw it back, but it's just Mike Tyson and he just throws punches. Warning. He's like, hey kid, want a face tattoo? Do not let do not play with near or next to a child's ear. Yeah, for for real. All right, so they get the pen particles. They get that, and then we cut to uh, Morag. And on Morag, we get to see this wonderful scene. This is probably, yeah, this is one of, of my favorites. War Machine and Nebula. Mm-hmm. Like, because you never think of this. It's brilliant. We've all seen the opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Where, hey, hey, what's the matter with the Royalties, royalties, yeah, royalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so. So I, we I, get to I'm see not that. concerned about the royalties. I'm concerned about the bad singing. <laughs> You're so funny, Morgan. So Thank you. We get this. Looks aren't everything. So we get this moment where we get to see what that scene is like outside of his own head. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's he's an so idiot. Good. He's an idiot. She's like, yes. Yes. He's just in there. And once again, I cannot say enough. I know his name is Chris Pratt, but this Pratt fall that he does after War Machine hits him in his head is perfect. <laughs> the way that his head cocks it back and then he falls like a dead fish, like flat, is yeah. so amazing. Yeah. That physical humor is so good in that moment. So good. So they take it, and actually, I think we get this wonderful moment between after she takes the Power Stone, and she, her hand looks like Terminator 2 hand or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, I, it wasn't always like this. Like, she feels pretty self-conscious about it, and then War Machine's like, oh, well, neither was I, because remember, he yeah. broke both of his legs, like, but we worked with what we got, and I was, like, I was like, I was like, that's kind of, that's kind of a cool moment cool. between. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's a cool moment, you know, that's Do a cool Do you want to have moment. cybernetic sex? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vormir, I got an issue with Vormir. Okay. Okay. So tell me. I think so, Nebula set him up because she knew in Infinity War what it took to get the Soul Stone, and she yeah. let them two go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, fam. Why like, couldn't this be a one-man job first and foremost? Because then you wouldn't or get it. Two people that hate each other. Because then you would not get the what stone. If he, what if he brought like a guinea pig? And just, he just like you guys are missing the that. point. The sacrifice <laughs> no, I, is I, not I, what brings the stone. The love yeah. of the the sacrifice of someone you love is what brings the stone. So would they have to like go there, hear that, then go back and go get somebody and go back there? Yeah, is typically. That, like, typically. I'd imagine. That's a lot of mountain climbing. That's, I bet the raccoon didn't have to climb a mountain. He's not a raccoon. He eats trash. <laughs> <laughs> once again, it's great. And Red Skull, once again, awesome to see him back. And mm-hmm. he tells them, you know, uh, you know the names of their parents, which I thought it was a nice moment. She says, well, I didn't know the name of my dad. And she learned it then. I was like, geez, Louise. <laughs> you are the father. Eek. Yeah, but that's also, that's also kind of embarrassing because her dad's name is Ivan. That's like, oh, your dad's name's John. Like it's a common name. Yeah, like in yeah it's kind of disappointing yeah. for her, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure she, she would have been much happier <laughs> if her her estranged father had a more exotic name. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yes. That would have made much more but, sense. But, no, but you know, maybe she might have known him. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe she didn't. know She him. probably knows about a hundred. She's got red. Ivans. She's got red in her ledger. Okay. Anyway, so it sets up this point where Hawkeye doesn't want to believe it. Um, Black Widow from the beginning believes it. She's like, no, he's saying it. And I love, they both have this moment where she's just staring out and she says, whatever it takes. And then he says, whatever it takes. And they start talking and Hawkeye even says, I think we're starting to talk about different people here because they both want to sacrifice yeah. each other. And I will tell you what, this was another brave choice. I'm so glad they did this because the easy out would have been, oh, the guy that's been compromised and killing all these people, he sacrifices himself. That kind of negates that. And it saves the mm-hmm. day. Yeah, they did not do that. Yeah, <laughs> they did not do that. And once again, Jeremy Renner 
sells this. Uh, I mean, uh, Scarlett Johansson does as well. She's got some really tender moments here too when she's talking, when she's talking to him. Of course, I wish they kind of would have changed the lineup because he's like, "Say hi to my family for me." Makes me sound like he's gonna throw her off. <laughs> 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 Like, geez, the first time I saw him, I'm like, holy crap, what is say hi to my family for me? Toss. <laughs> say hi to Ivan for me. In in the, <laughs> like how they how they were talking, I'm like, knowing these characters, they both want to sacrifice yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. But the some of the way they were talking, yeah. it seemed like they were they were talking about sacrificing the other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like Which is that that's why Hawkeye calls it out. He's like, I think we're starting to <laughs> Talk about different people here. Yeah. So I love that moment. And then, of course, she does, once again, something we're going to see several times in this movie that Marvel's really good about. The thing that she does with the grappling hook, we've seen her do that in Winter Soldier. We've seen her do it in Civil War. We've seen her use that. So the fact that she uses it here, I love that these are like little characters. They're like G.I. Joes that have their little you know sets of moves yeah. and things that they do. It's so cool. So she does that. And once again, she tells him to let go. And I love that he actually doesn't. She has to kick off of the wall. Literally, she pushes off to fall, and I just thought it was a really powerful moment. I oh, thought yeah. it was really cool for for Black Widow to do that. Have you guys ever sacrifice. noticed when somebody falls to their death, their knees are always bent out to the side? For once, I want to see somebody fall to their death to the ground and have them just laying there flat like they're in a bed. I mean, what if it had just looked down and all that was there was her wick, and the rest was just a bloodbath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have done that too, Mike. Why is it that they're all whole bodies when people fall in movies? Yeah. Why, why end it They'd there? apart. Why bend it at the knee? Yeah, have them bust open like an old bag of mulch that's been sitting in the sun, got a little water in it, you know? Drop that 40 stories and see what happens. While we're at it, what would Bruce Banner wear if we dropped him with a bag of mulch off the side of a mountain while we're thinking about it, Morgan? He wouldn't be wearing flannel. Oh, okay. Uh, Sir, this isn't a part of our Vormir collection. You're going to want to go over there. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank you. So I thought that was a really powerful moment. I loved that. And then once again, I was telling telling Morgan this last night. Like I just love... Just how ridiculous. So he wakes up now. Hawkeye wakes up. And it's the same shot. It's the same area that Thanos wakes up in. Mm-hmm. An Infinity War with the Soul Stone. And I was like, last year, just, just less than a year ago, if you had told me, oh, yeah, that scene. Yeah. In the year 2014, it's going to be Hawkeye doing that. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? There's so many spoilers in this in this uh, uh that you movie just wouldn't believe. That you just like yeah. like if you went up to Thor somebody gets like fat, Thor gets fat. Hawkeye gets the soul stone. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so ludicrous, yeah. but it works. And I love the musical cue. I love that um Hawkeye deals with this uh really up until the end of the movie. It's not like he gets the soul stone, he's like, All right, well, we did our thing, and he kind of moves on. Like he sits there and there's this jab that actually sounds exactly like i mean a lot of movies do this but for whatever reason remind me of 2001 a space odyssey where the music comes in and it's all like very and he's sitting there and he's got the soul stone he starts banging at the water and it just the scene ends and i was like oh my gosh yeah yeah, that was awesome very powerful so then we go back and nebula and roadie are getting ready to take off they're syncing up and then something bad happens her little eye starts to mess up, and that's because, as we learned a little bit earlier, but I want to talk about it all at once, I love that, since we've already learned, thanks to linear time travel, mm-hmm. that them going back isn't going to change anything. The be- reason that Nebula is having this interference and sharing memories is not because of time travel. Essentially, they're sharing the same Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the same signal. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I loved that. That was yeah. so clever. That was so great. It was such a smart way to re-engage a yep. Thanos. Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. I get two cutting Gillens. <laughs> <laughs> we will not fail your father. <laughs> 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 
Papa, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> so they're there. We see some moments between uh, Gamora and Nebula, both acting like they did mm-hmm. in Guardians, uh, which yep. I thought was cool. And then we see Thanos again. He talks about, oh, I'm getting ready to disperse you to Ronin's ship. Okay, which was interesting. That's why we don't see anybody on Morag, because see, originally the timeline would have been he sends them to uh, Ronan's ship, and then from mm-hmm. Ronan's ship they send out the people yeah. to get the Power Stone on Morag. That doesn't happen this time because they never get sent to Ronan's ship because that happens with her memories coming in. Mm-hmm. So then you have Ebony Ma looking at her, and of course, like I'm in the theater and I'm like, this is brilliant. I'm like, this was all going so well. And then as soon as Thanos realizes she has information, he's like, I want to see it all. And I want you to search for Infinity Stones. You know, and you're like, great. Mm-hmm. Now he knows everything. Yeah. So then that nebula decides to disguise herself as our nebula, and they all come back. And once again, as they all come back, it's our time. They're like, did this work? Everybody's happy. And then Clint Barton just falls to his knees. And there's just silence. And then actually Hulk punches. Talk about the two. He punches the bottom. And that sound that it makes actually reverberates into the next sequence. Like it rings out in its entirety over the next transition to the next scene where they're all in the lake talking about it. Mm -hmm. And Thor's upset because it's like, why are you guys talking? Oh, she's dead. She's not dead. We got the stones. We got this. He's like, it can't be undone. You know, and I love that Hawkeye finally snaps it at Thor. And he's like, fine, you you get your hammer and you fly up to him and you talk to him about it. It can't mm-hmm. be undone. Blah, blah. And then Hulk once again grabs the the bench and throws some, it off. Some Hulk moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah, Bruce yeah. Banner. Yeah. Some good stuff. So did you guys think they were gonna bring Black Widow back? Did you no. think that was gonna happen? Oh, no. no. You really didn't. Wow. No, no, I thought no. they would figure out some way, honestly. No. No. Scarjo. Scarjo. Yeah, it's a it, it's a tough actress to lose. Well, they're doing the Black Widow movie. It'll just be a prequel. Or it'll be in a different branch of time. Who yeah. knows? So Maybe she'll go after Loki. They decide it's very true that the, that time actually did branch, and Bruce Banner was completely wrong. He said this wasn't his area of expertise. So they have all the time stones, or the time stones, the Infinity Stones, and we see them putting them on a Iron Man gauntlet, which looks amazing. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. for them to release that toy. <laughs> so you can have it with the other gauntlet. Um, Complete which, with the nanotech. Yeah, there you go. And so they have it, and they're talking about who should who should wear it. And I thought this. I'm so glad that they don't they don't talk about it a lot like they do in the comics, but they they at least touch on like, hey, we need the right person to do this. In the movie, it's played more to okay, who's going to be able to survive it. Mm-hmm. In the comics, it's more about once you have access to all of that power, and you're seeing the universe, and you're like, you're you can see people's souls, and you can feel time. Like that's a lot of temptation. So like in the comics, for example. Tony Stark's like, no, I'm not putting it on because <laughs> he knows, like, yeah, that's not yeah. my personality. So they like, they want Cap to do it. Like, eventually, all yeah. decide, right, Captain America, you're not gonna. So that was like the conversation in the comics and the movies. Once again, it's more about which. Once again, it's a three hour movie. Like they had to yeah. get through stuff. I get it because we're getting ready to get into the exciting stuff. Yeah, they give it to Hulk because Hulk says, you know, oh, it's mainly gamma radiation. I was like built for this or something. And so he puts it on and he snaps his fingers and it's rough. Leading up to that, it's pretty rough. Everyone, I love everyone that has a costume is putting it on. Rocket just has goggles though, but he puts those on, and Thor's like, "Get behind!" <laughs> like I love that, like because you, you see Ant Man, War Machine, Iron Man, Captain America's got his helmet and everything on, and then Rocket's like, "All right, I got goggles, but they're going on." Like safety first, safety first. Like I love that little moment. So he snaps his fingers, and it messes him up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. We will learn later on in the movie 
the reason that it messed him up so bad is because he did try, in fact, to bring uh, Natasha Romanoff back. Yeah. He tried to bring her back, and it did not work. Yeah. But there's this moment where we think, oh, my gosh, it worked. There's birds singing outside. Ant-Man's Which looking I thought at the was butterflies. really funny. We follow Ant-Man, the, like, person. I don't even remember why it was funny. But he's out there. He's, we're just watching Ant-Man look at some birds. Yeah. Just like, and like butterflies. Well, birds. remember, everything since the since the snap, and they didn't know what was going to happen. He closed down the entire compound. Yeah. So right. the, the windows open, and we just follow Ant-Man to the window. He's kind of looking outside. It's like well, the least scientific way to know if there's two but, of everything again. You know, but also, it's like half of the bird population. Half, half of, of everything. All right. yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Clint, Clint's wife is calling him. Yes. That's how we know. That's how we know. I'm just but saying I think that he, it's funny he had, that Ant-Man's looking at birds going, I think it works. Well, just because like, it was what? it was pretty, it was just a visual. Yeah, there's yeah. four birds instead of two. How Ant do you know? Ant Man was enthralled by all the birds at the compound. Ant Man yeah. was excited about the the story Thor was sharing with us, which we skipped over all the Asgard stuff, by the way, somehow. But Thor has a wonderful moment with his mom on Asgard, yeah. and he has a panic attack, and I liked Where all that. Where she tells him yeah, to eat a salad. Yeah, which was great, and he yeah. gets Mjolnir, so we get that back, and he's like, "Thank goodness." Which actually, you know what? There is an arc for Thor in this movie because he says, and once again, it's played for laughs, but in context of the rest of the movie, he says when he gets, he's like, "Oh, I'm still worthy." And then when he wants to use the gauntlet, he says, "Please, just let me do something right." He says to mm-hmm. Tony, "That's mm-hmm. he's like, please let me do this. Let me do something right." And they won't let him do it because he's you know like he's half drunk and. As War Machine says, he's got cheese whiz in his veins. So they won't do it. Once again, they play laughs, but there's some good stuff in there, too, underneath those laughs. So, yes, they think that they're successful. Clint picks up the phone. And like I said, that's just a prop phone. This is all on Jeremy Renner. Like, this could absolutely not work. This could totally feel phony, but he just the way that he's, like, almost shaking and talking on the phone is beautiful. Then we have this great shot of Hulk. And you just see this shadow over him. And I love that there's no establishing shot of the ship. We see that Nebula has brought everybody back. Mm -hmm. But it's just this quiet moment, and the missile's already coming. Like, it's not like, oh, we see it fire. We see them readying. We're going to give you a five-minute warning. Yeah. (laughs) It's just already coming, and it just hits. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Real quick, go back to Jeremy Renner's. Uh, We're moving performance. forward. Nothing about Jeremy Renner ever he, again. Like, like the way he tried, <laughs> even tried to sound casual. Like, yeah, exactly. Hunt, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, nothing, yeah. You know, just yeah. Cool. The nonchalance of it was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because, to his character, I'm sure that's how he survived this long in this world of gods and monsters. Yeah, is trying to, <laughs> you know, pare everything down to some nonchalant. <laughs> like, this is okay. I'm fine. Yeah, everything's everything's cool. fine. Like he says in this Age of Ultron, fine. I have a bow and arrow. The you know this is we're floating in the air and we're fighting robots. None of this makes sense. You know he just tries to look ahead and mm-hmm. do his job. So yeah. yeah, that was definitely in character. Wonderful moment. So Thanos comes and uh, our heroes are dispersed. Avengers headquarters is toast. It's a mushroom cloud, and um, we see Thanos telling Nebula, "Get me the stone." She says, "What are you gonna do?" He says, "I'll wait." I'm like, yeah, like you've been doing it for the last 10 years, dude. Mm-hmm. Send in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So he's waiting, and our heroes finally all wake up. And, um, you know, Tony wakes up Steve, and he's like, hey, if you lose this again, I'm keeping it. You know, get up, let's go. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, when you mess with time, time messes back. And we get our little group together, a little group shot. It's Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. And they're which, all looking. They're which all were the looking. Three. Which were the first three that kind of started fighting. Three. In Avengers. There's mm-hmm. that same similar shot in Destruction in Avengers with the three of them there. And I love that they asked Thor, what's he been doing? He's like, absolutely nothing. And he's like, you know, this is a trap, right? And he's like, yeah, I don't really care. And Thor's like, as long as we're all in agreement and we get to see Fat Thor 
power up, baby. Mm-hmm. Power up. He's wearing he the- that little braid in his beard. Yeah. Braiding his beard, braiding his hair, and he is dual wielding, guys. Yep, yep, yep. Stormbreaker in one mm-hmm. hand, Mjolnir in the other, and you're yeah. like, From it this- is on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. From this point on, up until halfway through the funeral, is I didn't I didn't really hear anything. <laughs> I, I believe it. I, I believe it. I really didn't hear any of the lines. <laughs> I believe it. Following yeah. that, it looked amazing. The, it the, looked this, fun. But the part that went craziest is when Captain America picked up Mjolnir, and you're like, <gasps> Yeah. Oh my god. No, no. I, you don't. You you don't see that. You see Mjolnir get like rising, and yeah. you see it hit Thanos, and you think yeah. the assumption is that Thor is still dual wielding. Yeah. But then, but then it comes back. It and, and oh. not only does he wield it, he wields it pretty freaking oh, well. He already knows yeah, what he's doing. Yeah, he's yeah. been practicing when Thor's not here, looking. Here's, but here's Thor the, leaves that hammer. Yeah, yeah. Like here's the other best part. Places. The line that Morgan did miss, and I told him last night what it was, is it cuts back to Thor. After we get that amazing hero shot of Cap with it, and Thor says, I knew it. Because that's a throwback to Age yep. of Ultron, where they're yeah. all trying to lift the hammer, and it moves when, when Steve yeah. touches it, and Thor's face goes, and then nervous. Steve doesn't get it. And the... And the whole there was a theory back then that Cap just didn't pick it up because he's Captain America and he yeah. didn't want you know, but it moved and he just like didn't lift it, you yeah, know. And yeah, that, yeah. So that's confirmed. It was yeah. really really cool. He's like, I yeah. knew it. And then Thanos kicks Thor, you know, across yeah, the yeah, way, yeah. and they're fighting, and he's swinging the hammer. He hits him in his chin. He calls lightning down. And then once again, how they have their moves. There was this move that I know Morgan and I always loved, which is the reaction of Mjolnir. The core of a dying star hitting a vibranium shield that does sets off this thing. Yeah, he does which this he, which, himself. Which even from Avengers, Behind it was a cool callback to like some of the things in the comics and even uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes, like, able to do one that. of the combo moves you could do. And so we we saw it in Avengers we, when they discovered it. We saw them use it against people in mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. And this time he's like, I can do it myself. <laughs> so he's throwing the shield. He's hitting it back and forth. Everything's going great. And then Thanos. It's Thanos. <laughs> it's Thanos, man. And he starts, he starts swinging that dual-bladed sword like a madman. Mm-hmm. And he, the first time he swings down and it goes into his shield, I'm like, this is not good. Yeah, that was <laughs> that scene is basically Steve Clifford in the <laughs> taking out the heat oh out gosh. playoff contention. Oh yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah. anyways, <laughs> anyways, I thought. Well, first, before we go even further, I thought the choreography in all of these scenes is amazing. The fact that there is so much going on with multiple characters and you can keep up with it visually, maybe not, uh, you know, the audio for certain <laughs> reasons. But I think we kind of take that for granted because I will, you know, if people say, oh, yeah, it was OK, I'm going to ask you to watch any Transformers movie and say, all right, who's fighting who right now <laughs> in this moment? What is going on? Where are they at on the battlefield? In who each, is like it, it doesn't make any sense. Each a lot hero of still felt heroic. Each one. Yeah. Everybody still got a great moment. But we're going to get we're going to get to this amazing moment where his shield. It's honestly almost half a shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again, you get this character moment that I love. He's beat up. He's bloodied. His okay. arm's like broken. His arm is broken and bloody. And instead of leaving it that way, he actually grabs the strap, tightens it. Yeah. And stands up. And Mike even told me, like, as soon as this shot, there's this shot. Because you think it's just Thanos and the children of Thanos. No, 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 no. It is every army. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Shatari. It's the, the gangs from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's his children. It's people that he's enslaved. It's everybody. And there's this one shot of Captain America standing with half a shield and all of these armies and Thanos. It's, it's a, wide and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yes. 
Yes. It's pretty great. So you see this, and you're like, oh, gosh. I thought this is where Cap was going to die. Because in the comics, yeah. he walks up to Thanos, says, as long as there's one person still standing, you'll never find victory. And then Thanos kills him. I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is it's, it. You, you think for a second that Cap's not going to get up. He's there. He's looking <laughs> at the ground. And there's uh, you can tell in his mind, he's going, I can't do this all day. This is what yeah. I, cannot, <laughs> I cannot do I this like 30 anymore. More seconds of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You see it, yeah. but 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 he but he still has like that's that hero moment of like but yeah. I still have when to. he tightens that like, up. Like, you on see his that face, arm. but then yeah, he just, yeah, you see like, him know he's got to keep going. I, I gotta yeah. get back to work, yep. even yeah. though it's him versus it's impossible. And they keep showing these shots, and even for a second, I'm like, how are they gonna get out of this? Yeah. Like there is a split second that mm-hmm. they got me where I'm like, yeah. this is really unbeatable. But then Thanos yeah. isn't even breathing hard, and when he starts talking to him again, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he talks about how now the plan has changed. He realizes that he was flawed because if you leave half the people alive, then they think about what could be, not what is. So now he's yeah. going to kill everybody down to their last atom and rebuild the universe. I'm like, this might be a good idea. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'll be on board for this. Yeah. Anyway, so they're there, and then you hear this little, like, cap. And there's, like, some crackling. I'm like, oh, is Iron Man, like, telling them they're going to set up a new thing? Like, I didn't think this is where everybody was coming back. Because, once again, yeah. the brilliance of this is they set up that everybody's back already. Yeah, we yeah. already know that. Yeah. We've already been informed. Why is our first thought not? It, why are all the heroes not here? That yeah. just wasn't because it. that was literally like twenty minutes ago. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. They went a long time. Yes, because Doctor Strange knew the exact moment that they would need to come back. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. So then you hear on your left, and the circle starts opening. You yeah. know, oh yep. my, you hear yeah. God, and you see Black Panther. Yep. And Shuri way. and Okoye <laughs> walking through, and then Sam flies in. They got all the black people up front. All the black people. <laughs> They're like, we want them all front up and front. Center. Front and center. Let's go. <laughs> but then it's not just them. Then it's then it's Doctor Strange and the Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man. You're like, oh, this is cool. And then you realize, oh, and then it's all of the Wakandan Arby's. Yeah. Oh, and it's all of the people training at Carmitage. Yeah. Maybe from multiple time periods. Oh, and then it's New Asgard. Everyone from New Asgard is here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Korg and Meek and Valkyrie and everybody. And you're like, this is amazing. And then Ant-Man turns into Giant Man and busts through the building. He's like, oh, yeah, we got War Machine, Rocket, and Hulk. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And the music, dan, 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 dan. You're like, oh, my gosh. And even on Thanos, they do this little close-up of Thanos. And then like, even and he's like, all right, this is now a, yeah. a battle. Yeah. <laughs> this went from absolute oh, to like not so yeah. absolute yeah, 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 yeah. all of a sudden. So that starts, and it is one of the greatest battle sequences i've ever seen put to film like i was telling morgan and jared last night like imagine watching the lord of the rings one of those giant lord of the rings battles yeah but you know the name of every soldier on the field (laughs) (laughs) every soldier in every shot Uh, yeah yeah. Yeah. and you've seen multiple movies with every soldier on the field like it is crazy they do this little side shot of everybody running in and Giant man's in the background and Valkyrie's there and like Captain America, Black Panther, everybody all getting their moments. Yes. Once again, the choreography, like you can see who's who and what's what. And and they're helping each other out. And it's so sad because I know exactly when Captain America said Avengers assemble. I didn't get to even hear him say it. Because everybody's going apeshit in the theater. <laughs> I was, too. That's what you get for going to the loop. But we heard it. We heard it. It was a really good delivery because, of course, in the comics, he always yells it. But this yeah. was great. He just says, Avengers. And there's a pause. And it's just, assemble. And he's got Mjolnir and his shield. Mm. And they're half a shield. And he's uh, running yeah, yeah, in yeah, with yeah. everybody. You're like, oh, my gosh. So there's, um, there's this moment where uh, I wanted to get to this because you said you didn't like it. But where Iron Man is uh, fighting one of the children of Thanos and then. The guy swings at him, but 
Spider-Man grabs his arm and brings him back. And everyone's excited that Spider-Man did that. But the best part is Giant-Man finishes him off. He just yeah. steps on him like a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Boom. And it doesn't even it doesn't even stay in frame. Like they don't frame up to him. That just happens in the frame and he keeps moving. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I watching? Wait, you said I didn't like that? No, no, no. You said you didn't like the reunion between Peter Parker and Iron Man. Oh, Spider Man, you said it not, felt that's not what I said. I said between Spider Man and like his classmates. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, I was confused. Yeah. I was confused then. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say I liked this, so I wanted to hear yeah. what your reasoning was. Because once again, they are in a battle, but Spider-Man's kind of giving, which once again, this is important dialogue too, exposition. He's talking about how, oh, I must have passed out, and it's been like, you know, Doctor Strange was there, and he says, it's been five years, and we got to go help you out, and we get started doing his little wavy thing, and then Tony Stark just hugs him, yeah. which is another great callback great to Homecoming, because when he reaches for the door... Peter assumes it's a hug, yeah. and he's like, mm, "This isn't a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you." <laughs> but now it is a hug, and Peter's like, "Oh, this this feels nice." <laughs> like it's such a cool moment. It's such a cool moment. So, what were some highlights out of the last battle for you guys? I mean, obviously Captain America with Mjolnir, but like in into the big battle when you, the you, screaming stopped, <laughs> <laughs> you could hear things again. Yeah, no, it was interesting to see the um, Gwyneth Paltrow. I've never cheered for Gwyneth Paltrow before, <laughs> ever. Goop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she had some eggs in her that day. Indeed, indeed. Did I really it? liked Hope's face when she first appears in the battle. She's just kind of like, what's going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a highlight for you. That was a really definitely a highlight. <laughs> I, I, I laughed because she's did like, it? she's never been in any did battles she, like yeah. this. She did, fights she dudes, in but. A, no. In an Iron Man suit in Iron Man 3, though, right? Didn't she end up being in one? No, 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 no. She had the extremis. She didn't need the Iron Man suit. But in the comics, she, she's a character named Rescue. And what's interesting is, um, I know some people have had a problem with like, oh, she just shows up in like her suit, whatever. Once again, this is not information that's in the movie, so I agree with them. That's a that's a fair counterpoint. But in the comics, the reason she's called Rescue is because the suit is specifically made for defensive purposes. It's essentially she's in a ride. She's not really controlling it in the comics. It's more about, I mean, now they've kind of changed it, but originally it was like, this is to protect her and she can do some things, but it's really helping her and out. Even yeah. in an earlier scene towards the beginning of the movie, when you're first introduced to the to, daughter, to the daughter yeah, she's yeah. got the helmet on. She's wearing a blue helmet. She's wearing one. That's it's the yeah, same helmet, yeah. 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 It's yeah the same costume he made for mom. Yeah. But here's the thing is like we don't know how many suits he's made for in this five years. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, agreed. Years. It could like, it could be anything. It could be anything. It's just she seems like she's casual. You know, she's really good. Business <laughs> casual suit. Formal. I'm about it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> there Brunch. was absolutely foreshadowing Brunch. to that moment. There was definitely foreshadowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So what were some other highlights from the battle? Because there's there's a ton of stuff that's coming to mind. I love Star Lord and Gamora's semi getting mad together moment. Is this the guy? Well, I love that when she does the knees, he's like between him and a tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was great. But I love him on the ground. He's like, you messed with the first one. Got them both with the second one. <laughs> so good. Once again, you know, good moment. this is all happening, you know, at the same time. Yeah. So crazy. So then we finally see. So um, there I, there was one moment for me that I, where all of down the females us. come together, right? Yeah. And I turned to you in the theater and was like, that just feels pandering to me. I'd it, be offended. Really? My, wife, my wife said the same thing. Yeah, she felt insulted. Like, like they're just. It's like, like when a bank sponsors something at the gay pride parade. I'm like, come on, you guys are a bank just looking for more people to bank with you. But, <laughs> but I was corrected, was I not? Semi. This is a conversation I was having with Morgan too, because Morgan and Jared also had the same problem you did. Mm -hmm. Now, I once again, I am not the mouthpiece to defend something like this. I think we all know that. <laughs> okay, listen, you're just. I don't, I'm tired of hearing you pushing your leftist agenda. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I know. I, I cannot believe I am the one that's going <laughs> to be saying this. The point is, there is a team in the comics called A-Force, and their defining quality is that they're all females. It's and just a force? 
they're just a force of nature. <laughs> and their biological clocks are all synced up, and <laughs> oh, they God. avenge through the galaxy, and I think that that's what this was leading up to. Because there has been talk for the last few years, like you know, like three years, about an A-Force movie, and this might have been their little moment. That feels a little forced. But prior, yeah, agreed. Yeah, uh, I'm saying, I'm just, saying. It still felt I, like pandering. I agree. Point. It's still pandering. I'm saying for me as a comic book reader, semi-comic book reader, I was like, oh, cool, it's a little A-Force moment. Yeah, it was sense, So though. it was half pandering, and then the other half, I was like, oh, cool, a little setup or something in the future, yeah. whatever. And then I moved on from it. So I don't think it was as bad for me, obviously. I want just an X-Force movie that. first. Thank you very much. <laughs> we got that movie. It's called <laughs> Deadpool 2. They don't do too well. <laughs> oh. I'm only yelling at you, Sugar Bear, because I care. <laughs> my my favorite part of the battle was you. Scarlet Witch, for sure. Okay, but that yeah, happened awesome. before this moment. Yeah. She wait. You had a problem with it. You said no. No, my favorite part. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. Because I've great. seen her this entire time. And I'm looking at her, thinking, "Do you have so much power?" Right. And we never get to see it. Well, we they talk, they we depowered her, just not bit. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. They depowered her because in the comic books, there's this, there's uh, there's uh, one issue where she snaps her fingers, interestingly enough, and says, "No more mutants." Yep. Oh, House yeah. of him. Right. House of M, yeah. yeah. You know. And so and 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 so there are some mutants who needed their powers for survival. Maybe she and did that. Have you seen the X Men in these MCU movies? No. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yes. You know. So it's like so there's so she's a lot less powerful than she should be. And honestly, had she been on her full power mode the, the entire thing, we probably wouldn't even. Well, that's the yeah. answer. Yeah. That's the and answer to the exactly. question. Yeah. All of these characters, if they're at their comic book power right. levels, there's no movie. Right, <laughs> it's over. It's no fun. Yeah, and, may- and maybe some of this stuff, something and like I can see there being like, well, she's had to hold back. Yeah, know, you know, so so. But she's that's the storyline with Captain back. Marvel. Yeah. So, but either way, as I pointed out, was it while we were recording? Before recording, I don't even know what is real anymore. Anyways. I did say she does beat Thanos one on one. She does. She, she de- does. She's she's defeating him, and that's when he says "Rain fire," which and even which he, like he's like, like sire our troops. He's yeah. like just do it. Which which which, <laughs> which which you know to to everybody else like yeah he's the bad guy he's willing to sacrifice his troops but in reality that actually hurts him that shows oh, yeah, how he desperate was, he, he is. Was in pain. Yeah. He needs those troops to to yeah. ruin this planet. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know so it just shows how no, desperate so, so he they, was. I'm glad I'm glad that they gave her her moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's like you took everything from me. He's like I don't even know who you are. She's like oh you will. So really, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So uh, we have that great moment there, and then he calls down the rain fire, and that's when we get the A-Force moment. And then all of a sudden, they stop firing. What are they firing at? To no one, shock or surprise. Mm-hmm. It's Captain Marvel. I turned to Ben and was like, it's about <laughs> damn time. <laughs> Which, because once again, it's frustrating that, yeah, the only reason, yeah, it's just that she's not there. She's it's not depowered. So, I'm more concerned moving forward. Once again, it works narratively for this story, because right. we wanted to deal with these characters. Yeah. It had to happen that but way. But I'm worried moving forward, uh, that's gonna get really tired thinking. You know what? If Captain Marvel was here, <laughs> everything <laughs> solved. This could just not be a problem. Yeah, yeah like right. like they. She's so powerful that the only way for for everything not to it's just, just be solved by her. She's just not here. She's just on the just other side of the universe. Yeah, yeah, like I. That's not satisfying. Yeah, they're like, why weren't you here? I, man, get to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can only hear that so many times. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> like I'm gonna need a Snickers eventually. Like yeah, something, you know, something's not right here. So she shows up. We get our A Force moment, and they have to take the stones back to the point in which they came. So they fire up once again. They're like, "Oh, he destroyed the portal. We can't do it." Ant Man's like, "We didn't just have one portal." In the battlefield once again, and he's like, "Anyone see an ugly, you know, van?" They're like, "Well, it's not where you're, you know, where you're gonna want it to be, and it's close to them, you know, on the other side." And so they hand it off. Peter Parker has it first, and they. Oh, you're right. 
It goes from Clint Barton, Clint. which was amazing. Hold on, because Black Panther says Clint when he sees him. He uses mm-hmm. his first name when he calls out. Now, a lot of people say, okay, what's the big deal? No big deal. In Civil War, Black Panther's first movie, Clint Barton as Hawkeye says, hey, we haven't met before. I'm Clint. And Black Panther says, I don't care. Like, that's their moment yeah. in the movie. But he remembered his name. That's awesome. <laughs> he called it out. I was like, that's so cool. So he throws it to Black Panther. And Mike, what did you say to me? Well, let's be honest. I'd rather see Michael B. Jordan do the run. Oh, true. Killmonger. I mean, you know. Indeed. He's, yeah. a, he's a tasty tree, that guy. <laughs> so they're running it off. And then, of course, it gets passed to Spider-Man. Spider-Man gets it. And then I love the moment. Once again, another callback to Civil War because um, Captain America, after he beats Spider-Man, he asks him where he's from. He says, Queens. He's like, Brooklyn. And he, you know, he walks away or whatever. So he says, heads up, Queens. And he throws the hammer and he gets yep. the shooters web to it and get him away. Then they do the rain fire. Then, then after the Marvel stuff. The, the kill mode on. That was another throwback. Instant kill Instant mode kill. from yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I got it's just this. No, I don't up. got this. Just, <laughs> but there was like a lot of dead bodies. They yeah, yeah, piled yeah. up around him. He has a high kill count in oh, this yeah. movie. And then we get the A-Force moment. And they get it about 90% of the way. Not yeah. quite. Much like women's rights. Almost. Um, so... <laughs> They try it, and as usual, a big purple man ruins it. I think those little double-edged swords Grimace? Man, blows up. Yes. <laughs> like, Let go of her, Grimace. <laughs> um, and then we see the gauntlet is there. Thanos is there. Tony Stark runs for it. Thanos elbows him without his helmet on, I might add. No, first he headbutts. No, uh... no, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. That was after that? After, my friend. Iron Man goes for the gauntlet, gets elbowed, and then Thor is there, and then Cap is there as well, and they're fighting off Thanos, but Thanos fights them off, and he gets the glove, right? Mm-hmm. Gets the gauntlet. All the power is there, and I'm thinking, are they really going to do this to us again? <laughs> like, is it, but in my mind, for Avengers a second. Avengers Endgame 2! Yeah, but the only reason I thought it was a possibility, mind you, was since his planet changed, and he said he was going to, Break Killing down the that. universe and then rebuild it. I thought, is this how they reboot the MCU? Right, right. Like where no one knows, like it gets rebooted. Yeah. And like we know as the audience, but it's gonna take another few years for them to realize and have to redo it or something. I was like, that's the super comic book thing to do. Right. They they didn't do that, but I, that's why in the split second I thought, oh my gosh, they really are going here. Like this is yeah. crazy. So Thanos tries to headbutter. Nothing happens. All right. Tries to headbutt Captain Marvel, and. She is actually pulling the glove off, all right? Oh, yeah. But then he, being the man that he is, pulls off the power stone, holds it in his hand, and punches her, Yeah. Mm-hmm. all right? And mm-hmm. once again, he has a gauntlet, and I think they're really going to do this. And then Iron Man runs up to him. Well, is was that, well, I mean, like, is that uh, before or after? Because doesn't he have that, you know, look-see with uh, Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he asked Doctor Strange in the battlefield, he's like, you told mm-hmm. me there was 14 million different ways that we could win this. Is this one? He says, if I tell you how it goes, it won't happen. So as right before Iron Man goes to him again, Doctor Strange looks at him and asks for the check. Or maybe he was saying this is the one way. I don't mm-hmm. know. But he's doing something. And Iron Man knows apparently that finger up means still all the Infinity Stones. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes at him, and there's this whole thing. He goes, and there's that great line where Thanos again says, I am inevitable. Snaps his fingers. Nothing. Realizes there's no stones. They're on Tony's Gauntlet, and we get the great line, even though I hate Iron Man. He says, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Snap. Mm-hmm. Fade to white. So, is this where you guys knew Tony Stark was dead? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you, know, you, you couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. <laughs> couldn't handle it. No. Couldn't hang. I just, like, I like I get it. Like, the stakes are high. You got to kill off characters. I just, having Tony die like that, it just make it feel like our heroes weren't as strong as the villain. But they weren't. Well, he needed a super suit. You know, but even that, even that still killed him. We saw what it did to Thanos. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. even prior to him destroying the stones, he was burnt up and messed up after the snap in Infinity War. Yeah, mm-hmm. that still messed him up. So, I yeah, they weren't as strong as Thanos. I think that's fine. I think it's fine. I mean, look yeah. what it did to the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's just a man in a can. Mm-hmm. So I I thought it was nice. Um, I definitely think the moment with Peter was okay, but I'm glad that Gwyneth Paltrow pushed him out of the way and was like. Let me show you how it's done. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved, I, I thought her lines were more important, and I thought that Gwyneth Paltrow's performance was really, really well done when she says, you know, like, you can rest now. Like, we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be okay. You can you can go to sleep. So now we get into the whole wrapping up moment. Uh, you know, there's a funeral for Tony Stark, and there's yeah. this wonderful shot uh, starting where they put the proof that Tony Stark has mm-hmm. a heart. Another throwback into yeah. the water's floating. The, the original. The, Vi- the, the Viking that was funeral. Like, yeah. And that was the original uh, arc, arc reactor, reactor yep. that he made in the cave. And so they push around, and it's this amazing shot where it's just like all these groups from all these different franchises that are part yeah. of the MCU, and you have like the Ant Man group standing together, the Wakandans standing together, mm-hmm. Clint Barton and his family and then standing some together. Kid. He is the little kid from Iron Man Three uh, that helps him out, and then Tony tricks out his garage and uh, tells him, you know, yeah, "Oh, yeah. we're connected." You I know. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's grown up. Ty Simpkin, I think, is his name. Oh, okay. So I thought that was a cool because they did have that connection in Iron Man Three. So I was like, yeah, he would be there for the funeral. He would have kept tabs on him, and they would have talked. I'm gonna come back to this in a second here. What? Because the sound clip at the end, it's the the thing that the 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 him making the yeah 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 yeah. 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 We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. I think it's meaningless, but. We can talk about it if you want. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's stupid. You're like, but go you're on. like, you're like, I'm really excited to talk about this. I'm like, yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Anyways, so we get this great funeral scene. I thought it was really well done. Um, everybody is there, including the kid from Iron Man Three, and of course, um, General Ross from Incredible Hulk: mm-hmm. Civil War, and now this, uh, Colby Smolders, who is Maria Hill, of course, Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, like everybody's there. It's a really, really cool moment. Um, Guardians are there. So then it goes to uh, Thor. Thor is handing off the reins of leadership to Valkyrie. Yeah. And he is getting on a ship with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And mm-hmm. he says, yeah, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think it's, I, I like what it seems like they're doing with Thor is they're hitting the reset button on him as oh, a yeah. character. Yeah. And so now he's like, you know, fat, lazy slob who wants to be who he's. I'm sure they'll change that. Who he is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, but I mean, by the but now at this point, Thor is a fat, lazy slob who's like trying to find out who he is instead of who he's supposed to be. And so now it's like, all right, here's basically a blank slate for a, a character we already know and love. Yeah, and Gamora gets to choose between. Uh, Chris Pratt and Hemsworth <laughs> now. She only likes him when he's cut, though. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she's gonna like uh, uh, the way Thor's looking now. Sure, but that that was a that was a great moment between uh, Quill or Quail and um, 
and Thor, Thor when they're on there. That little yeah, power struggle, yeah, that that uneasiness was so real though. Yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. many times have you been at, like work or like something, and there's yeah. like that little like doing a podcast. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of tension. A lot of tension. No, it's uh, it's not like uneasiness. <laughs> Snap Crackle podcast. It's it's very. No, there's obvious. no uneasiness. I'm in charge. It's like very. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. you are. No, no, yes. I'm in charge. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Who's always louder than everybody in the mix? Yeah, we'll see. That's you. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, you are. anyway, no, I made you guys louder, and I'm regretting it already because I'm gonna have to edit this thing like crazy. Thank you guys. Yes. Anyways, yes, that's because you're the leader. Because yes. I'm in charge. Yes. yes, yes, you're Leonardo. Sure, sure, sure. So I thought that was a great moment. That was really, really funny and a good way to kind of just send off the character. Because realistically, okay, let's say by the time Volume Three comes out. Maybe he's still with him, and that's great. I'd mm-hmm. pay to see that. Or maybe he's not. Like, if enough time has passed, okay, he dropped off somewhere else, or he's, you know, they want to do something else with him. It, it leaves it open enough. Mm-hmm. He's going out in the, the universe. Like, he could be anywhere. Thor could be with them, not be with them. They could go their separate ways. They could still be together. It doesn't matter. So I, th- I think that's kind of cool. And then we get to Captain America. And he is supposed to return the time stones to the moment that they were taken so we don't get those branch realities and nothing too crazy happens. And I already knew the moment he was going back. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't coming. Yeah, you already knew. And and you know what? I actually thought his seeing it a couple times. His interaction with Sam is very different than his interaction with uh, Bucky. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that either Cap already told Bucky, or he knew that Bucky would know. Yeah, yeah. But he knew with Sam, he'd have to kind of like let him down a little easier and kind of talk to him a little bit. And it, it was just very interesting seeing the relationship, how that's different. Cause they're both kind of like his best friends, yeah. but I think he's definitely a little more protective of Sam than he is of Bucky. Cause Bucky is and this, you know, super soldier. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it makes sense that Bucky probably knew, you know, he even says like, you're taking all this stupid with you. Yeah. How am I getting, which yeah. is another call back to from, a great line yeah. from the first Avenger. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, so Steve leaves and then, Oh, he's, he's gone past his, you know, point, and Sam's freaking out, get him back, get him the hell back, and, yeah. uh, and Bucky's like, Sam, Sam, and of course, at that point, you know, old yeah. man on the mm-hmm. bench, he goes over there, and, um, you know, they have the passing of the torch. Yeah, and surprisingly, he's still he's a good looks. He's a, he's a good-looking old man. Yeah, he is, man. Let me tell you yeah. what. Are you surprised, though? No, not, like, not really, like, no. No, surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm not he surprised. Ate, he he good jeans. Good yeah, super he, soldier jeans. Yeah, he aged yeah. like a Biden. Like, it's like... Somehow gotten more handsome. I don't know what happened. He aged like a... Yeah, he's like something. <laughs> George Clooney. Right? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he hands the shield over to Sam, and he's like, how's it feel? Like, it feels like it's somebody else's. And he's like, but it's not. And you get the little cue of the Captain America fanfare there, and he says, "I'll do my while best." He's, while he's while yeah. like sitting there holding, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. he's like, "I'll do yeah. my best." I'm like, awesome, yeah. so cool. I mean, I kind of was hoping they would go to to, uh, to Bucky, to be honest, but no. Well, both of I, them, yeah, in the comics, yeah, have been. Well, uh, and this will blow your mind even more. There's another live action show with Winter Soldier and and, and, and uh, Falcon. Falcon. That's what it's called, Winter Soldier and Falcon live action miniseries on Disney Plus. Um, WandaVision is one. Bucky and Falcon is one. Loki is one. Then they're doing an animated What If. Uh, series which will be really really cool and it's starring all the actors like it's going to be Sebastian Stan Ooh. and uh, Anthony Mackie so nice. it's I'm excited nice. I'm excited Disney's uh, draining a lot of money into, oh yeah into oh these yeah that's why they're only te- six episodes each yeah. they're like yeah, yeah. it's like making a movie each one so I'll be very very excited to see them both go through that I think it was smart in the comics it was a tough pill to swallow that Bucky would be Captain America just because he has been so compromised as far as being one, Winter Soldier being Winter Soldier 
and they do to to the credit of what you're saying, they do specifically have this moment where it cuts to like Sam looks at Bucky, Bucky and yeah. Bucky nods like, dude, yeah. it's cool. I don't want that. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. cool. So I'm I'm excited for that. I love Anthony Mackie. He always brings a ton of energy. He's always super entertaining and everything I've seen. Even if he's in a bad movie, he's always the best part of that movie. Yeah. I just love Anthony Mackie, so I'm excited to see him bring up the you know the reins and have him and, and mm-hmm. Bucky who have not gotten along in, in and past this, movies. Yeah. And this doesn't mean that you know Captain uh, Captain America or uh, Steve Rogers is kind of gone. No, he could still run point. Old yeah. man Cap in the comics runs just, point on which, stuff. He's like the new Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is with Falcon as Captain America. Yep. You know when the oh, serum yeah. fails or something or gets negated or something like so, that. So. It, it it's cool, and then he, we see when he puts his hand on his, he's got a ring, and and Falcon's even like, "You want to tell me about it?" He's like, "No, I don't think I will." And then it cuts right. Yeah. They're playing this old timey music. You see the cars, the old cars, yeah. And it pushes in, and you see finally they're getting that dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we would have seen the the point of reintroduction. You know, like I'll I'll point something out. So it's a wonderful moment. They're dancing, they kiss, and that's how it ends. And you're like, oh, that's perfect. Watching it a couple times, I noticed something. The front door is open. Like, still open. Oh, wow. So I would imagine Steve either just ran in, yeah. or she opened the door, they embraced, and just started dancing. No one shut the door. Yeah. It's kind of this little extra part of the shot that I was like, that's really sweet. Like, 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 it happened they, Yeah, quick. yeah. They didn't even, yeah. there was no words. I don't even, if they, if, at that moment, they might not have even spoken, because it shows her, and she's so content and happy in that moment. I mean... Who wouldn't be? <laughs> but she's so like her head's on his chest, and they just look and yeah. kiss, and it ends. And you're like, this is that's the best way. Yeah, to I mean, end. if they if they never made another MCU movie again, yeah, you would have this set of movies to just yeah. go back to forever, right? And it would just be perfect. It'd, yeah, it'd be perfect. It'd just be perfect like that. I love yeah. that. And too bad Mike's not here. He bawled <laughs> both times. Did he <laughs> at the end with the dance? Well, okay, well of course he does because he's a dancer. Yeah. Well, course. okay. <laughs> You know, but he was just like, he's like every time, every time. Which hey, it hit it hit me in the feels. This movie definitely yeah. hit me emotionally. Yeah, uh, several times. Yeah. I, I love I love all those things about it. Yeah, especially in that first half hour, and I love this ending. But what do you guys? What do you think about the dancing, Morgan? I thought it was a perfect. Way like to I'm more of a polka end. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it, I thought it was a good a good way to end it. I mean, obviously, like that. I guess you can sometimes you can get the same impact by just showing. That second, that second part of ha- finally having that person that you were meant to be with, mm. I get that, you know. So, the reintroduction I think is is probably the safe part that most movies would play to. So, I think maybe it's showing, you know, that after part, like once that initial reaction is th- is there, like now they can start living their life. You know, that was that was really cool. So I thought I thought it was a good scene. But I, now then, because I'm a pervert, uh, my mind goes to like, do you think Steve Rogers is bad in bed? Because clearly he's a virgin. I think you put up with it if it's Captain America. <laughs> Right? I mean, don't you? It's kind of like... He's trainable. Yeah. You know? Very he's, true. He is a super soldier. Very like, true. He's trainable. Very like, true. He's a super soldier. <laughs> How did right. Peggy break her hip? <laughs> he, he, he can, he's an old dog that can learn new tricks. True that. True oh that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, Morgan, I'm going to throw it to you. What did you think of Avengers Endgame? So, you can just give me like a little quick summation of just your thoughts and then maybe a score out of 10. Uh, it was. I thought it was really good. It was uh, obviously a really good movie. Um, wow, this the, is deep. The the uh, no, it was an awesome movie. The the things that like, I guess any negatives that came up, I would say like, 
aren't big enough to negate from a like a 10 out of 10. Right. You know, like like the small things, you know, because everything that's my that I might have have a qualm with or might have an issue with were probably intentional because of either it's a three hour long movie, you know, or because, you know, they just didn't have enough time to do this or that. But it, they're just such small things that do, it still doesn't negate from a perfect score, so to say. Right. So you, you're giving it a 10, 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. Wow. We'll do, 10 yeah. out of 10, we'll do it again. All right. Not Yanis. Be a good French judge, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, I thought it was, it was great. And I think the thing that makes this ending and the this movie being like the culmination of a lot of different things is that it made what would normally have been a story arc for people who are nerds or whatever who are you know who are fully engrossed in a certain like mythology or whatever it turned everybody into you know a bit of an expert on their favorite superheroes and mm. whatever and you know, so it, so it allowed for an investment that neophytes seeing your a, a comic book movie from 20 years ago probably might not have had so it so it made us all sort of experts and it brought us into this world that i think that we normally wouldn't have been a part of or people or your casual watchers would not have been a part of yeah and i think that by having you know having something that was much more heartfelt and but also still delivered on the action was fantastic i don't think it was too long like a lot of people thought um but i would say there i, I think that the I want to give it a 10 out of 10, obviously, because I'm a fanboy. But, I mean, obviously, like, and I think had it gone the way that I was expecting it to go, you know, obviously not really expecting the whole Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, th that's, you know, I, I think that when it, if it would have ended the way that we wanted it to, I think we've all been disappointed for it with it being predictable. And I think that, you know, seeing Thanos' head dropping off, you know, fairly early in the movie, you're like, what am I getting myself into and i think that that surprise was you know it, it really re-engaged us and we definitely got something that we weren't expecting and i think that's very very hard to do now that we were all 22 movies deep oh yeah you know so it was it was great so i'd say nine and a half out of ten you know and you know all and right. anything there might be some minor plot holes whatever but every movie has them you know hellboy is one big plot oh, hole God, please don't <laughs> So, I, mean, it, I, so I don't even want to talk about that. Movie. I know we won't talk it, about it. It's, it, it's it hurts me. It hurts. It physically so put me in pain. Yeah. After watch, and that's a movie that's literally like a strict 120 minutes long, yeah. and it feels like it's 10 hours long. Oh my god. We're not gonna talk about. It. We're anyway, talking about a good movie. Anyway, we're anyway, talking anyway. about a good movie. But so nine and a half out of ten. We had a ten, a nine and a half out of ten. All right, it's to me. Here we go, because Mike is being real quiet. Um, <laughs> got him. Got him. So oh, for me, I don't. I can't imagine this movie being much better than it is. True. Everything that this movie had to accomplish, everything that it had to close out, it has to be entertaining in its own right. It has to call back to 11 years worth of history with characters and different movies and build up and expectations and yeah. everything that happened in Infinity War. It could have gone bad so many different ways. The fact that they just stick the landing yeah. is amazing. They didn't do a DC, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't DC the bet. Like the fact that they just stick the landing is enough. Now the, f the just the added bonus that it's entertaining, that yeah. it's emotional, that you care about these characters, that there are great payoffs and send-offs. Like that's all. That's all great. But the themes in this movie are also really fantastic. Uh, you know, Natasha brings it up later. You know, earlier in the movie when she talks about how, you know, before the Avengers, I didn't have anything. 
you know, this, this gave me a family and that family dynamic between these characters over all these years, it made this movie something special. You know, it's, it's definitely not perfect. Um, but I think for what it had to be and for what it is being three hours long, I can't see them doing a much better job than this. So for me, it's going to be a solid nine out of 10. And, um, I'm very excited to see what they do. But okay. I would also be equally as happy if they just never made another Marvel movie again. Yeah, I could just yeah. have the box set and watch it yeah. to my heart's content. Yeah. It'd be wonderful. So what did you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I mean... The I, end end credits. The end end credits. Obviously, Morgan didn't stay. No, I, I did still not. stayed. I, I, I read all... I did too. I, I there's did more too. articles. I've read... There's more articles out there about this little freaking sound than there are about <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, this This has really got people up in a tizzy. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I, think, I think maybe my, there might be... Uh, Pointing to possibility of a you know a new Iron Man or something like that maybe in the future that maybe it's not. The last I think the, the easy Man. way to do it would just um, let him be the next AI. True. And and then Robert Downey Jr. can just do voiceovers. And of course, yeah. day knowing dies. my yeah. luck, the next Iron Man is going to be his daughter Morgan Stark. Oh, that could be a cool way to take it. But I mean, e- either way, I think uh, you know they're, they're going to do right by the fans. And uh, yeah, for Mike, Morgan, Yanis. I'm Ben, and this has been our review of Avengers Endgame, so we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Snap Crackle Podcast Reviews, Avengers Endgame. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at snapcracklepod forward slash facebook.com and at snap underscore podcast. Check back each week for new reviews and conversations. Maybe even in a trunk. I could see him wearing it in a box. What do you think about with a fox? Yeah. On a train in the rain? He could wear it anywhere, if you ask me. Yeah, let's just go over all the places. He could wear it, Morgan. You guys make me sick. This is this was for fun. You guys stressed me out. You stressed me out. He was in a cabin at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Hulk. let's talk about it. He could go he could wear it in space. He could wear it in a Hulkbuster armor. Right. Listen, he was there. He's You're not right. wearing a a, a flannel in space all right? of your names will be in the suicide note <laughs> every single one and it's gonna be 10 pages long not double space listen listen you better put mine first that's all i gotta say underline it i'll anyways, sign it i'll sign it anyways anyways I'm sorry, Karen Gillan oh. is whole like it's just hot to me. I would blue skin, green skin.
No hair. Until no her hair. accent kicks in. She'd have to do the American accent for me. Oh, no. I, I like a good it's Scottish too, accent. It's too thick. Whisper some harsh unless nothings she, in my uh, ear. Uh, yeah, unless she's yelling freedom, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it unless she's delightful yelling. delightful, isn't it? No. That is great. What are you doing there? That's fantastic. My arm wasn't always like this. It's burning red, it is. My favorite. Like my loins for you there, sir. They burn. They call me War Machine. Did you know it? <laughs> the great people of Scotland don't appreciate you mocking us. They're just a tiny people on a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. With a, with a giant head. If, they, giant want, if they want my podcast, they can pull it from my cold dead fingers. <laughs> <laughs> podcast! <laughs> Anyways, that was a tangent we did not need. Mike is late already, guys. All right. So. <laughs> Morgan's tickled. He's tickled pink. You had three Scotsmen. You tickled me. All right, all right, all right. Stop. We got to focus. We got to focus. Seriously. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Um, what were we? It was. Hands, oh, oh, no, hands. no. Vormir, Vormir, Vormir. No, no, we already talked about that. Yeah. But now they're going to Vormir. Oh, right. so now I, can, I can edit all this out. So, Don't worry. So now we're going from high to low. No, we leave that. We leave that. No. 